Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 5 by George Builder. Chapter 12 Tuesday afternoon. It had been a relatively uneventful day. Work was going fine. No big fires to put out and Brit, my oversexed, beautiful blonde girlfriend and sort of business partner hadn't called all day. If I'm being honest, I missed her calls, her voice, and the fact that she enjoyed getting me all worked up was frustrating, but I did enjoy it. She spent the night at home with her roommates, Gina and Kate. Kate was going to bring Brit a few bikinis that we were going to use for our photo shoot today. Before Brit and I found each other, or should I say, Brit found me, the three girls were inseparable, and their sex lives was kept in-house, no men to get in the way of their pursuit for a proper education. My introduction into the mix had sort of stirred things up, but so far, it seemed for the better. Oh sure, you'd say, of course it's better for you. Your girlfriend is a knockout blonde who's willing to do anything with you and for you, sexually and otherwise. And then to make things even better, she is so confident and open-minded, she is willing, even wants, to share you with her best friends. Of course, the sharing goes both ways. Not only are you the luckiest guy on earth, but it seems that the girls benefit too, at least in the short run. God only know where this is leading, how long the fantasy will last, but what the hell— bring it on. Anyway, about the time I think I'd better check in with Brit, my cell rings. I tap the side of the Bluetooth in my ear hoping the damn thing works this time. This is George. Hi lover, comes the sweet voice I love to hear. I thought I'd better check in with you. So how's your day been? Well, it started good. Referring to the three pussy photos she'd emailed me this morning. The middle's been okay, kind of boring. But just now it got a whole lot better. Ah, well I'm glad I can make your day a little better. I can't wait to show you what I can do for your night. She purred suggestively. Yeah, I answered. Well I'll be ready. I abstained from jacking off to the photo you sent this morning. Oh goody. She giggled in her little girl voice. The hot rod got here about an hour ago and it is really cool. I think you should get one. It would be a blast to drive around on the weekends, you know, down by the beach. Yeah, well we'll see how this photography business goes. Maybe we could write it off as a company car, you know, put a sign on it, and use it as a prop. The more I talk about it, it might make some sense. You keep thinking and we'll make this business work yet. Oh, I don't have any doubts that the business is going to go. She answered. That is one of the things I was going to talk to you about. Other than the car being delivered, we got an email from a woman who wants to do some portrait work, I think. I said I think because the message is a little vague. She wants someone to give her a call to discuss what she wants, so I thought I should call you first and see what you wanted to do. I almost missed my turn, pondering about the email. Yes, sure, 
go ahead and give her a call and see what she has in mind. You don't have to commit to anything. You can just tell her that you need to talk to me afterwards to make sure we can give her what she wants. How does that sound? Okay, that'll work. I'll call her and see what she has in mind. I won't promise anything until we talk. Sounds good. So I take it you have the swimsuits for our shoot today? Oh, yeah. Britt said with a little too much enthusiasm. Kate came through for us. She even gave me one to keep because she said they could never sell it in the store. It is a sample that a company sent them. I guess companies do that all the time. My mind reeled at the possibilities. Is it anything like those suits that you girls have that you wore for me when I first met Kate and Gina? I was referring to these little string numbers that were like some kind of macrame gone bad, or good, as far as I was concerned, Britt laughed. Not really, but I will tell you that the photo session that produced the shot I sent you started right after I tried on this suit. Okay, now I'm really anxious to get back to the studio. Well, I'd better get back to work. I'll see you in a couple hours. Can't wait, baby. Suck you soon. She giggled, hanging up the phone. What a goofball. I said out loud. Yeah, you lucky bastard. And she's your goofball, I told myself. Late afternoon. I rolled up to the warehouse about 4.30 and cussed the big rolling door. I had a line on a big operator for the door. I really need to get back on that. In and out of the truck, door opened and closed. I pulled up next to Britt's car, half expecting her to greet me from the office again, like she did the other day, flashing her tits at me like a girl begging for beads at Mardi Gras. Nothing, and I glanced at the candy apple red-hot rod sitting in front of the set as I went upstairs to the office-slash-studio. No one home. I went back downstairs into the house. Heading into the kitchen to get a drink, I heard the shower and the master bath running. I peeked around the corner and had to wait a couple minutes for my eyes to adjust. The lights in the shower were in the starlight mode, a random twinkling of fiber-optic specks. Britt stood in the rain, her long blonde hair lathered, her body slick and shining as the excess suds loitered on her various bumps and curves that I threw my clothes off as quickly as I could, hindered by a hard-on, and snuck back to the shower. With her back to me, I quietly opened the door but a little cool breeze must have given me away. I wondered if I'd get away with washing my own hair, she said, turning her voluptuous body toward me. I took her slippery form in my arms and kissed her, my hands roaming around her backside. She moaned her approval in our kiss, her hands on my butt grinding against my stiffness that I walked her backwards and turned on the regular shower. Tilting her head back to keep the soap out of her eyes, I took the opportunity to nibble at her throat as I ran my fingers through her hair, her fingers busy playing with my erection. I escaped her grasp and turned her around and worked in the conditioner, massaging her scalp, evoking sighs of contentment. Strictly following the instructions on the bottle to let the hair product do its magic for a couple minutes, I used the time to draw her backside tight to me and let me hands wander, scrutinizing the terrain. Britt leaned her head back and sideways, offering her neck and ear to snack on while my hands skirted the hills and valleys that made up her sumptuous front side. My stiffness found its way home, nestled between her legs, her pussy lips hugging me. Any other time, we would have let nature take its course and been fucking like bunnies. But we had work to do and Britt's promise to fuck me senseless on the hood of the hot rod was enough to strengthen my resolve. I rinsed us off and escorted her out of the shower, and 
and we dried each other off with the oversized bath sheets. Britt continued to incite me, grabbing me whenever the opportunity arose. Come on, just a little. She pleaded mockingly doubt I finally had to play the boss card. Okay, let's get serious now. We need to get this shot tonight, and I'd like to be in bed before midnight. Turn around and let me get your hair dried. Obediently, Brit handed me the brush while she held onto the hair dryer, patiently waiting for me to work out the tangles. You're right, she said. Work comes first, and I want to make sure we have plenty of time to do the second shoot. I've been wet all day just thinking about it. She reached back, just to make sure she still had my attention. I tried to distract her as she vainly tried to grope me. So, did you get back to the lady who wanted to do the portrait work? Oh yeah, I'm sorry Dot. I've been thinking so much about riding your dick I kind of forgot about it. She giggled, glancing back to take a peek at my state of arousal. I did talk to her and I'm still a little unclear about what she really wants and she sounded kind of nervous and shy on the phone. Basically, she has a boyfriend stationed overseas and she wants to send him some photos of her. They do the Skype thing and she started to get real flustered when she talked about that. I got the feeling that she doesn't trust computers and email and that kind of thing, so that's why she wants to do some photographs. Okay, so how old do you guess she is? I asked as I reached around to take the hair dryer from her. Britt took the opportunity to grab my semi-erect cock and give it a couple slow tugs while leaning in for a quick kiss. Shaking my head in wonder, I got back behind her and flipped on the dryer. S.O.? I said loudly over the roar of 1,500 watts and a screaming fan. What? She yelled back. I asked how old you thought the woman might be. Oh, I don't know. She sounded like she could have been my age, maybe a little older. Why? Well, I said running my fingers through her hair, the dryer seemingly getting louder by the second. If she was an older woman, I'd guess that she wants a more traditional portrait where someone younger might want something more casual or even taken down at the beach or something like that. Britt reached back and ran her fingers through her hair, helping with the drying operation. I caught her eye in the mirror as I admired her resplendent body in the reflection. She even looked sexy yelling. I'm sorry, I guess I should have tried Tio get more out of her, but she seemed so nervous that I didn't want Tio push it. If I don't hear back tomorrow, I'll call her. She smiled and then placed her hands under her breasts forcing them up, showing them off, and then threw me an air kiss that I leaned forward and kissed the back of her head and then dropped the hair dryer lower, goosing her with the warm air. Hey! She yelped, jumping away as I turned off the dryer. All done! I laughed as I set the dryer on the counter. Hand me the brush, please! With a pouty look, she handed me the brush and I somewhat reverently brushed out her luxurious mane. I felt her staring at me in the mirror probably curious as to my infatuation with her hair. I've asked myself the same question and my only answer is that I somehow equate femininity with long hair and have a natural attraction to women with long hair. There are some beautiful women who can pull off a short cut and it even adds to the beauty of their face, maybe frames it just right. But given the choice of say a Demi Moore with a shaved head and one with long hair, I'll take the latter without a second thought doubt I heard her talking but my mind was elsewhere. Pardon, what was that? I said, with a huge smile on her face. If you keep that up, I won't have any hair left. Oh, I answered, uncharacteristically flustered. 
I'm sorry, I was just thinking about something else and lost track. Britt turned to me and took the brush from me and with a half dozen strokes had mine in place. What were you thinking about? Back on track, I took the brush back and fussed with her part and then kissed her lightly on the lips. I was just thinking, as I put the brush back on the counter and took her in my arms. How beautiful you are and how lucky I am. Kissing her once more, it took all the fortitude we could muster to not run into the bedroom and attempt to wear out the mattress. Okay, gorgeous, I said as I gave her another kiss. You do whatever you do to get ready and I'll go set up to shoot. Okay, lover, she said, leaning down and giving my prick a little peck. Turning away and purposely shaking her but she looked over her shoulder and said, Don't forget the little remote thingy. Referring to the remote that lets me trigger the camera from a distance. Yeah, like I'd forget that. I laughed. I even made sure I had a spare battery for it, just in case. Brit disappeared into the walk-in closet and I grabbed a pair of shorts and my flip-flops and headed toward the front door. Twenty minutes later. I had all the lights set and plugged in and the hot rod was light enough that I could push it into place by myself. This ride was nice with the deep red paint and all the chrome. The upholstery was black leather that had a nice tuck and roll job. Someone had put a lot of love and sweat into this one. Just for grins, I walked to the front end and pushed on the hood, assessing its stability. Satisfied, I gently sat on it and bounced a little, checking out the suspension. This would be a sweet ride. Wink, wink. I heard the slight clicking sound of high heels on concrete and twisted to watch my favorite model strut toward me. Her long legs glistened, showing the definition in her calves and thighs. Even the retro Rolling Stones t-shirt she had on looked sexy, just long enough to hit the top of her legs. My construction upbringing compelled me to let out a long wolf whistle, causing her to smile widely. Britt set down the little paper bag that I hadn't noticed she was carrying, deducing that it contained the wardrobe changes. With these suits, it didn't take a very big bag. Grabbing my camera and checking the settings, I said, Okay, I guess we're ready. I looked up and watched as Britt grabbed the shirt and lifted it over her head. I nearly forgot to breathe as the unveiling took place. The bottoms, well the piece that goes at the bottom— consisted of string that was about the thickness of the yarn my mom used to knit sweaters out of, and where the little triangular piece that covers the promised land usually is. Well, that appeared to be, well, invisible. I swear that I could see her pussy lips framed by a triangle of string. The top was equally revealing consisting of what I equate to a little knitted yarn washer, the outside diameter not quite big enough to cover her areola and the center hole snugly hugged her erect nipple which protruded proudly. A couple more strings held the thing in place that I stood there, mouthed agape as she tossed the shirt aside, fluffed her hair and struck a pose. Tada! Instinctively, I snapped off a couple shots, not really caring whether the lights were positioned correctly or not, and then stepped up for a closer inspection. So, what do you think? She asked, doing a slow 360. I think I want to eat you up, right where you stand. I take it this is the suit that you said they couldn't sell in the store? Yeah, she giggled, twisting and turning so I got the full effect of the suit. Believe it or not, the maker gave them a suggested retail price of $60 for this. Can you believe that? She turned again and bent forward slightly showing the yarn smartly spanning her tight ass pucker. My cock lurched at the sight. 
Well, I can see why John figured he couldn't sell many of these and I'm not sure it'll make it in the calendar, but I sure as hell want it for ours. I stepped up to her and gave her a kiss on the cheek, not wanting to muss her lipstick, and at the same time ran a finger between her pussy lips, sending a tremor through her. I licked her essence off my finger. Now let's get this started before I fuck you right here on the floor. Brit didn't utter a word and was obviously hot and bothered. Her chest flushed red and her eyes darkened. We managed to find a couple positions that looked good and suggestive, but maybe a bit too suggestive and as she moved from pose to pose, she just got more and more turned on. After about ten minutes of shooting she turned and said in a throaty voice, I'm so fucking turned on, how about a couple naughty shots and then we move on. I could only nod in agreement, thankful again for multi-gigabyte cards and loose shorts that I kept my eye to the viewfinder, the lights flashing all around us as Brit leaned over the side of the driver's door, one hand on the wheel, peering down like she was looking for something on the seat. Meanwhile her other hand was snaked up between her legs, two fingers spreading her lips, her pink core shimmering with heat. She glanced back at me, her eyes black and licked her lips as she slid one finger then two, then a third into her pussy, slowly fucking herself, bringing herself to the edge until her body erupted in climax, her juices coating her hand. The muscles in her legs and butt clinched, more defined under the lights, as they fought to keep her upright. I had zoomed in for a closer look, my finger on the shutter release, automatically capturing the lustful event. I pulled back and took a couple more shots as she recovered, her chest heaving. Breasts straddling the tuck and roll seat back. I sat the Nikon down and walked over to her, helping her straighten up. I ran my hands over her slick torso, a calming massage. She turned her head. Sorry, I just had to do get off. Between the shower, the hair drying and the suit, it was either this or just rape you. Don't ever apologize for something like that. I assured her. That was one of the sexiest things I have ever seen. If I hadn't needed both hands to shoot with, I'd have been jacking off right along with you. Brit shuddered at the thought. Ah fuck, we need to do that. The girls and I sometimes sit opposite each other and finger ourselves until we come. It's kind of like a race to see who can cream first. Most times we don't make it and just start eating each other. Fuck, I'm getting horny again. Her hand moving slightly at her crotch. I stepped back and put my arm around her waist leading her to where she dropped the little bag of clothes. You think you're horny? Nodding my head downward. Brit smiled with pride as she saw the bulge, my cock trying to rip through my shorts. Let's get you into a real suit and get this shoot done. I couldn't recall ever hurriedly helping a woman get clothes on before. It's generally the other way around, and this is a hell of a lot more frustrating. I was nearly beside myself as I helped her into the royal blue string number and then reapplied some body lotion where she had sweated it off while writhing on the little red two-seater. I had to keep reminding myself that soon enough I'd have my cock parked in her tight snatch, and we'd be fucking each other until we couldn't stand. Okay, gorgeous, I said, repositioning my hard-on in my shorts, causing her to laugh at my discomfort. Hey, it's all your fault, now let's get this done. We somehow reverted to a more professional mode and got some awesome shots. Again. We had to be cognizant of the fact that we were shooting a car calendar, not a girly calendar. But honestly, who was going to take a second look at the car? You're amazing. I told her as she managed on her own to put on the next bikini while I scrolled through the shots.
Well, thank you, sir. She replied as she pulled on an impossibly tight little set of boy shorts with an equally tight, tiny top. The material was so thin it only had one side, and it reflected every detail of the skin it barely covered. Her nipples threatened to burst through and her camel toe and butt crack were so profound, you'd have placed a week's wages on the bottoms actually being paint instead of some miracle fabric. Well, was all I could say as we started shooting. It took a little more positioning to keep it R-rated, and the few shots that weren't were really art at a different level. Again I had to tell her how absolutely breathtaking she looked. She radiated sex. When it was all said and done, we had a couple hundred shots, so there would be no problem coming up with the perfect one that showed off the car as well as the voluptuous blonde. I had the foresight to bring out a couple bottles of water that we drank as we scrolled through the shots. Britt tucked in close to get a good look at the little screen on the camera body. I could feel the heat from her body, her breathing slightly more rapid as we looked at more photos. Okay, that's enough on the little screen, I announced, setting the camera on the table. I slipped my hand to her ass and pulled her in tight, my tongue searching for hers as my hands tried to find where the boy shorts ended and her skin began. There was no seam. The material was so thin and the shorts so tight, my fingers were soon frustrated. Brit had no such problem as her hand quickly found my stiff cock, caressing it gently. Okay. I said, trying not to appear panicky. Here, let me get the camera on the tripod and in place, and you tried to get that damn suit off. Brit giggled at my frustration, inwardly proud that she had me so clearly worked up. She was kind of enjoying this dominate position, and she was soon going to enjoy another. I quickly had the camera mounted, located the remote, and turned to see Brit just standing there, staring at me. What are you waiting for? My voice squeaked causing her to break out into a bigger grin. I can't seem to get my bottoms off, she said in her little girl voice. Could you help me please? Twisting her hips back and forth. God, I love this girl, I said to myself as I stepped up to her side, kissing her shoulder. I placed my left hand on the small of her back, my right one on her tummy and whispered. Inhale. Quick to catch on, she complied, giving me just enough room to slip both hands downward. My left slid over familiar ground, a couple fingers following the crevasse, skirting over her puckered star as the miracle fabric stretched tighter. The right followed a mirrored path over similar terrain, but this area was more slippery and pliant, and a trembling occurred as I passed over the small mound near the top of the course. Oh, fuck me. She mumbled as my fingers met at the bottom, one having lost its way, sucked into the steamy confines of her pussy. Gladly, I answered wiggling my middle digit. Let's see if we can get these off now. It took four hands, but we finally got them down onto her thighs, but I wasn't compelled to release my hold just yet. I pulled upright slightly, nearly lifting her off her feet, her arm around my shoulder, hanging on. You know, I kind of like hugging this way. As I wiggled that one finger again, she cooed, squirming in my hands. I like it too, but it might be a bit awkward in public gyrating a bit more. Before you make me come again, maybe we should get on with the shoot? With a deep sigh, I relented. If you insist. But not before I hooked my finger and pressed firmly on the spot. Brit nearly jumped off my finger. Oh, you little fucker. She groaned as her pussy tried to strangle my digit. Proud of myself, I slowly released her and then helped her skin the bottoms the rest of the way off, kissing her legs as I went.
She held my shoulder, lifting her high-heel-clad feet as I battled the form-fitting fabric over them. I stared, somewhat amazed at what I held once we had the bottoms off. The shorts looked more like they were sized for a child's doll than a real person. Amazing. The tiny top was a bit easier to get off and I nibbled at her nipples as they were revealed. Finally free of the constricting swimwear, she asked. So which suit do you want for these last pictures? Holding up the two choices. Do you really need to ask? I said, pointing at the small collection of yarn that she wore first. My choice too, she said as she sorted through the strings. I can fuck you without even taking it off. Slipping her legs through what passed as leg holes, she said. Okay, drop the shorts and assume the position on the hood. Throwing a goofy salute. Yes, ma'am. And dropped them to the floor, my cock also saluting. With a serious note, she slipped her nipples though the little holes in what passed as the top. I am so going to fuck you. Now sit down. Remote in hand, I sat perched on the bright red hood of the hot rod, the metal cold on my balls, and snapped pictures as she sauntered to me. Six-inch heels, long-toned legs, slick, shaved pussy, taut belly, firm, proud C-cups, long blonde hair, beautiful face, my cock throbbed. I was about to be fucked. She stopped in front of me, legs spread slightly, and her black eyes glistened as she stared at my swelling cock. The camera fired once more before she turned, presenting her backside. I stared at the small of her back, the two dimples just above the horizontal string. A vertical string disappeared in between her ass cheeks as I spread them. Following its descent dot I caught my breath as I felt her grasp my cock, ready to guide it home. With my hands on her hips, I thought I was in control as I felt the crown of my anxious cock split her inner lips, peeking inside. I was wrong. I forgot. She was going to fuck me. Without hesitation, she buried my cock deep inside her hungry cunt and squeezed, her pussy walls undulating. Oh, fuck, baby. I cried as I hugged her tight, my arms around her belly, my face against her back, as my cock exploded. Brit shivered and groaned, her pussy maintaining a stranglehold as she held her pose, letting me collect myself. I'd loosen my hold on my lover, and she began a slow jacking motion her pussy walls rippling up and down my length. She wasn't going to let me go soft. I slowly regained my senses, remembering the camera remote still somehow in my hand. I triggered a blinding light that caught Brit off guard. Her pussy contracted in response. Brit peered at the camera through slit eyes. M.M., that'll look hot, baby. She kept moving, slowly increasing the length of her stroke. Mmm. I'm not through with you yet, baby. She uttered seductively. She continued her slow cadence, our combined juices adding to her warm caress. A slobbery, sucking sound came with each stroke. Oh! She groaned as her pussy clinched my cock briefly. A small orgasm ran through her pussy. Fuck, listen to my pussy sucking on you big hard cock baby. Your cum is so warm inside me, MMM. So good, so good. I want more cum baby. As her strokes got longer and faster doubt I nearly forgot the camera again, but it's not like the scene had changed much. I was still sitting on the hood of a hot rod. My miraculously still stiff cock was being abused by a ravenous blonde doing the ultimate lap dance. I fired off another shot just as I felt her stiffen. H fuck baby, I'm coming, coming, H-H-H-H. Her body convulsed as though electrocuted, 
rigid and her skin was hot to the touch. I held her tight as she slumped forward, completely drained, her pussy still in constant convulsions. I held her in place with one arm, running my hand over her back, comforting her. She slowly came back to reality and sat up with my help, my cock still stiff in her spent pussy. Britt pulled my arms tight around herself, placing my hands on her breasts, the little nipple strangling top long displaced. She squeezed my cock with her pussy. You didn't come? No, I'm okay. But I want to feel you come again. My pussy wants to feel you come again. If you're sure. I said. Can you kick your heels off? Unquestioning, she flicked her heels across the set and I slowly pushed her up and off my cock. A slurping, sucking sound ensued, along with a sad groan from the satiated blonde. Here, I said, turning her around by the hips. I want to look at you. She turned and I saw those transparent blue eyes again, her tell of contentment. Okay, now, sit in my lap. Put your legs around my waist. She complied as I helped her, my hands on her butt cheeks, my butt once again on the hood. No, I said nodding down between us, my stiff cock pointing at her pussy. May I? Britt looked back up, kissed me softly and said, Please fuck me. We kissed as my cock was drawn to her, slipping inside, welcome back for the final round. We held each other tight, kissing, nibbling, as my cock and her pussy did the same, loving on each other. Unhurried, the eventual finally approached. I feel it, she said, her pussy coaxing me along. Forehead to forehead, we looked in each other's eyes, willing the other to come first. Suddenly we both gasped, eyes wide and boom. My cock delivered load after load as her pussy milked me dry, taking all I had to offer until she was satisfied there was no more. Tears formed in both our eyes as we felt the finale and we held still and tight, staring, loving. After who knows how long, hugging, heads on the other's shoulder, I whispered in her ear. My butt's asleep. Brit snorted a laugh in my ear and clinched her pussy around my half-heart, but very happy cock. I think my legs are too. Still wrapped around my waist. We'll just have to stay here until someone comes to rescue us. 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. I woke needing to take a leak and looked over at the clock on the bedside table. Hmm, two o'clock, hopefully in the morning. I was in bed, on top of the covers, Brit next to me, snoring her cute little snore. I slipped off the bed and padded toward the toilet, trying to remember what happened after we made love on the hood of the hot rod. After successfully answering nature's call and remembering to put the seat down, I wandered over to the dresser and found my cell phone knowing it had the good sense to differentiate between a.m. and p.m. Oh good, it's still night. Back to bed, I told myself. I managed to get my naked, sleeping beauty under the covers and then crawled in beside her, assuming the position, spooning, my sleepy dick comfortably resting against my lover's warm butt. The obnoxious alarm jolted me awake as Britt buried her head under the covers muttering something like, Loud, fucking stupid, turn it, fucking, grumble, grumble, grumble. Britt is obviously not a morning person and I managed to sweat at the clock until it was silenced. I rolled back over and pulled the covers off her head and kissed her tangled blonde tresses. Good morning, lover, I said softly. Morning came the less-than-inspired reply that I ran my hand up and down her spine, petting and coaxing her to wake up. After all, she had the same amount of sleep as I did. At least I think she did. 
Say, do you remember what happened last night? Brit grumbled some more, rolled over on her back and stretched and rubbed the sleep out of her eyes and then gave me a look that said, well, that's a stupid question. She yawned and then rolled over on her side to face me, her head propped up on hand. Well, let's see. She began. We shot some photos, I fucked you and you came, then I fucked you some more and I came then. And her eyes brightened. We made love and we both came and then you woke me up. She smiled, all proud of herself, wise ass that I launched a tickle attack and she squirmed to get away, tangled in the bedding until she finally surrendered. I held her captive, one hand full of breasts and the other between her legs, my forearm pressed against her pussy. I meant, smarty pants, after we made love. Do you remember coming to bed? No, she answered as she slowly rubbed up and down my arm like a cat. The last I remember is your but being asleep and us waiting to be rescued. Giggling and rubbing a little harder. Well, you're no help. I'd better get up and see what kind of mess we left. What time did you say they were picking up the car today? Britt didn't answer as she was busy rubbing her wet pussy on my arm, a look of concentration on her face, biting her lower lip. I watched for a couple seconds. It seemed that she didn't even know I was there and it was my arm she was getting off on. In retrospect, I probably should have just waited it out and seen how long it took her to either climax or realize I was laying there watching and die of embarrassment. Yeah, like that was going to happen. So to move things along I turned and had her flat on her back, my head between her legs looking up at her shocked expression. Hey, she barked. What are you doing? Man, she almost seemed pissed, so before she could make another move, I pushed her legs back and ran my tongue across her ass and up her pussy, stopping to suck gently on her clit. I glanced back up between her tits, and she still seemed to be scowling so I figured I'd better give it my best. I lowered my head back down and let my tongue wander, running around her outer lips, then dipping inside, tracing her inner lips and then slipping in to lap at her inner walls. Her butt began to rock, trying to direct my tongue. I continued to explore my tongue darting in and out of her pussy, and then down to play with her asshole, slipping in a bit at a time. Her rocking became a writhing and I had to put one hand on her belly to keep her in place. I moved back up to take her clip between my lips and sucked on it as she thrust her hips up to rub her pussy and ass on my scratchy chin. I hadn't shaved since yesterday. Oh fuck. She moaned as she grabbed my hair. Oh yeah, right there baby, do that, um, yes suck it baby, suck my clit, suck it, suck it. On, 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 oh fuck baby, I'm coming, don't stop, don't you fucking stop, oh. And come she did, all over my face, the sheets, everywhere that I stayed put, nuzzling and licking, occasionally hitting a spot that caused her to jump and pull the hair she still had wrapped around her fingers. I left well enough alone for a couple more minutes until I felt her grip loosen and her gentle snoring resume. I carefully slid off the bed and headed to the shower. Just after 10 a.m. While I was in the shower, I recalled that the hot rod was scheduled to be picked up in the afternoon, so making sure it was clean and ready to go, I decided to let Britt sleep in a bit more. I reset the alarm for 10 o'clock gave her a kiss on the forehead and headed off to work. I glanced at the clock in my truck and saw it was just after ten when my phone went off. I guessed it was probably my sleepy-headed sex fiend. Coaxing the Bluetooth to answer. This is George. Thank you. 
came the groggy-sounding reply. You're welcome? I responded, thinking this must be Brit I was talking to, but I wasn't 100% positive. There was a long silence, and I thought for a moment that the worthless hands-free device had failed me again. Just as I was about to curse the thing, I heard a rustling sound. Is that you, babe? I asked the caller, speaking while she stretched and yawned. If babe is the one whose pussy you ate this morning, then yes, it's me. I could visualize her smile over the phone and wished I was there with her. Thank you for setting that obnoxious alarm. She groaned through another yawn. You really wiped me out this morning. My pleasure, I said with a smile she couldn't see. I think I got everything cleaned up and the car ready to go, but you should probably go and double check. Make sure there's no but smears on the hood. Britt laughed through another yawn. Yeah, that was quite the ride you gave me last night, lover. Did you get a chance to look at any of the pictures? I pulled up to the supply house I was heading to and parked. No, like we talked about this morning, I don't remember anything after we made love. This morning, I went out to check on things and all the lights were unplugged and the cords wound up and the camera was sitting on the kitchen island, so we sorta cleaned up afterwards. Maybe it was our rescuers, she said as I heard her voice now echoing in the bathroom. Who knows? I laughed as I visualized her shuffling around naked, her long blonde hair disheveled and her eyes fighting to focus. So, I have the car pointed in the right direction so they can just back in and load it up. I heard her set the phone down, and she must have switched it to speakerphone because all I heard now was water running. She must have sat it next to the sink. So, I said loudly, surmising I would have to compete with the faucet. What else do you have on the agenda for today? Hang on. And splashing was all I heard until the water was turned off and a muffled. What was that? Through a cotton towel, giving her a couple more seconds. I was just being chatty and asked what else you were up to today. I'm sorry, she said. I could have waited to call you but I was dreaming about last night when the alarm went off and I just wanted to thank you and tell you how much I love you. Then my eyes started to burn, so I had to get up and rinse my face. So, thank you again for this morning and I do love you so, so much. Last night was incredible and I can't imagine how it could get any better, but I'm betting that it will. I don't know if I can handle better since I can't even remember shutting down last night and going to bed. And as far as thank yous go, I should thank you because I've never been so thoroughly fucked and then fucked again. Coming twice like that was pretty intense. Yeah, she said. I expect you to do that all the time now. Your cum makes a pretty good lube. Next time you fuck my ass, we'll have to try for the double. She giggled. At least I was stopped and parked this time, my dick responding to her teasing. Back to business. So, they pick up the hot rod this afternoon. Is the MG supposed to be delivered tomorrow? That's the plan. She said and I could hear that she was walking and I wondered, how many days are naked days when I'm not around? I heard the distinct sound of the pressure releasing when she opened the fridge and then the sound of a cupboard door and a glass being set on the counter. She continued, I'll also probably call that woman back about the portraits she wants to do for her boyfriend and see if I can drag any more info out of her. If she wants any prices, what should I tell her? Well, as I listened to her take a drink, we have the prices we came up with for studio time, and if she wants prints, we'll just charge her whatever they cost us plus a little for handling.
You know, I was also thinking that we need to build the portfolio so maybe we can make her a deal on the prints if we can use some of her shots in the portfolio. What do you think? Makes sense to me, she said, the sipping sound coming over the phone. I take it we want to do a printed portfolio along with the one on the website? Yeah, I think so. Even with everyone being online, seeing an actual print means more to a lot of people. That's something we can do in our spare time, or I should say, that you can do in your spare time. You can go through my files and pick out photos that you think would work in a portfolio. I'm a little biased, so I think you'd make a better judge of what looks good. Okie dokie, well my little butt's getting cold so I think I'll hop in the shower, think about you and your big cock and then get to work. She giggled. Okay, I answered. And you know what I'll be thinking about all day. Well, I should hope so. So, dinner. Maybe go over some of yesterday's shots for the real calendar, and then maybe movie night? I think I'll be in the mood for a little porn fest tonight. Why do you think? I think I can't wait to get home. I'll call you when I'm on my way and see if I need to pick up anything for dinner, okay? Good deal. Okay, let me get in the shower and make sure you didn't dribble on the car last night. I love you and I'll see you when you get home. Love you too. I laughed, mashing on the Bluetooth. Sometime after 4 p.m. asterisk asterisk. Well, it turned out to be a pretty productive day after all. My mind did occasionally stray to last night's photo session and I was still mildly concerned that I couldn't recall what happened afterwards. There were no drugs or alcohol involved, so I just put it off to loss of blood in the cranial region. All work-related matters went smoothly and I ran into the guy that I was talking with about putting an electric operator on my oversized, rolling warehouse door. We struck a deal and he figured he could get it installed next week. I'd call Brit, and she said that dinner was set, to just get my ass home. So here I was, cussing the big door, glad that next week would be the end of this particular ordeal. I pulled up to the house and honked, and Britt popped up from behind the office railing upstairs and gave me what would turn into the traditional welcome home titter flash. Hi, sweetie. She called out, now juggling her tits and laughing. Every guy should get this greeting when he gets home from a hard day's work, beats the hell out of a dog slobbering all over you. With more energy than I thought I had, I bounced up the stairs and there was my girl, sitting in my chair at the computer, her long blonde hair hanging loose over her bare shoulders. Because of the arms on the chair, I couldn't see if she was wearing shorts and her shapely bare legs and feet were tucked under the table. So, did I miss the naked day memo? No silly, I'm dressed, she said, spinning the chair to face me. Yeah, silly me. Dress for her was about the skimpiest pair of panties known to man. She stood and did a slow pirouette. I glanced around. Damn it, where is that camera? She smiled at me seductively as she approached walking on the balls of her feet. We embraced, kissing like we hadn't seen each other in months, my hands, naturally, firmly grasping her bare but cheeks. Breaking to breath, we whispered in harmony. Hi, lover. So, I asked as I massaged her ass, were you a good girl today? I'm always good, she replied, her right thigh now waking my cock. Yes, you are, kissing her again letting my fingers trace the little string that ran through her ass crack. What I meant was, did you get any real work done? I see the hot rods gone. What else have you been up to, my love? Well, here, sit down and I'll go over what I've gotten done. 
She sat me in the chair and then sat in my lap, squirming to get comfortable as she grabbed the mouse and started clicking away. After a couple seconds she stood back up and tuned to look at me. This isn't going to work. And then paused. You know what to do. Pointing at my crotch. Yes, dear. I said and pulled my jeans and boxers to the floor. I sat there, half stiff and waited. Well? She asked, pointing at my cock as she sat up on the desk opposite me. Evidently I'm a little dense as she huffed and then spread her legs, pulling what little there was of the panties aside and began running her middle finger in and out of her slick cunt, all the time staring down at my cock. My dick was bright enough to understand what she wanted, willing my hand over to stroke myself to stiffness. About time, she said as she got off the desk, turned her back to me and unceremoniously sat on my cock, taking it all in a single plunge. She shivered as she nestled in, my cock firmly buried within her. There, that's more comfortable. Now here are the shots from yesterday. And she scrolled through all the shots that she wanted to consider for the calendar while my cock was massaged by her pussy. I tried to maintain a bit of professional decorum, as much as is possible with your bone up the snatch of your assistant and your hands annoying her as you try to play with her tits. Next, she said as she leaned forward for her notes, releasing about half my length before setting back down and giggling at herself. Oh yeah, grabbing the mouse again. I talked to the woman again about the portraits. Her name is Melissa, by the way, and here is her Facebook page, which flashed up on the screen. I could just see the little picture of her on the corner of the page before Brit clicked over and pulled up a bigger picture of her from an album. Well, I said, She's pretty, and a redhead to boot. That earned me a reminder squeeze of where my priorities lie. I was just saying, she is pretty, isn't she? Yeah, I guess. As she rocked back and forth a couple times. Anyway, I got a little more information out of her. She is really shy. You can even see it in her pictures. But what I finally got out of her is she wants to send her beau some more intimate photos. As she made with the air quotes again giving me a couple pleasurable wiggles. I grabbed Brit's hips and held her still so I could ask her some questions before I threw her on the desk and fucked her silly. So if she just wants some pictures to tease her boyfriend with, why not just shoot them herself with one hand like everyone does now, or in a mirror or have a friend do it? Brit moaned a little as it was my turn to tease, flexing myself inside her. On, yeah, well I asked her the same thing and she said she wants really good photos and she also wants him to wonder who took them. I think she has a little tease in her that she is trying to get out. Oh, I said as I held her hips and twisted her slightly, left and right which got a pretty healthy groan out her. So it's photography and psychology now, is it? And I leaned in and nibbled at her neck. So what's next? Brit fought a little against my grip working her pussy to try and break my resolve. I bucked my hips up slightly, burying myself a bit deeper in her pulsating pussy. Well, she stuttered, the MG is being delivered around ten tomorrow morning and she asked if she could come by around then and talk it over further. I told her that it would just be me, your lowly assistant, but she said that was fine, probably better in fact as she thought she could relate to me what she wanted, being a woman and all. I had mixed feelings about bringing a client here this early in the game. The studio wasn't really all that showy in my mind. It served its purpose up to now and I had a lot of ideas on improvements I want to make. But it is what it is, 
so we'll see how it goes. Melissa may take one look at the setup and turn tail and run that I reestablished my grip on Brit's hips and raised and lowered her a couple times, sending a shiver through her that I felt all the way to the root. Planting myself deep once more and holding her tight I advised. Well be gentle with the poor girl. Your idea of an intimate picture is your legs spread, spreading your pussy open and a look that says, Come fuck me, big boy. Brit moaned and clinched her pussy tight, trying to strangle my cock in retaliation for my remark. It was my turn to groan as I lifted her up an inch or two and slammed her back down. We both shivered as a small orgasm rolled through her. Oh you fucker, she said in a nasty, loving way as she reached down to caress my balls. I can be more subtle and seductive if I want to. Hey, I have an idea. I have some negligee you haven't seen yet. I'll go put it on. You get the camera and lights set up and we'll do some shots that I can show Melissa tomorrow. And before I could comment, she was bounding down the stairs, my stiff, wet cock left waving in the wind out be why the time I had the lights in position around the bed that made up part of the set here on the second floor. I heard the front door of the house slam and turned to watch my paramour ascend the stairs. My heart stumbled a bit as she came into view. On her feet was a pair of black high heel strappy sandals that had heels that were all of six inches tall. They made her spectacular legs look just that much better, and I was tempted to drop to my knees and just lick my way up and down the pair. She turned to show a silhouette of her butt cheeks, teasing through the diaphanous, black, I think they call it a chemise. Turning to face me, I could just make out the bit of satin that made up the panties that left little to the imagination. Moving upward, the sheer fabric gave hints of the curve of her waist, the shadow of her navel and then hung loosely on her untethered breasts, her nipples stiff in anticipation. She cleared her throat, breaking my trance. Her expression was one of serious seduction, determined to have her way. Her long blonde hair draped over her shoulders and the little spaghetti straps that held the skimpy outfit in place. Her eyes were nearly a color match to the sheer fabric. Well? she asked. I think I like it, was my nonsensical reply as I turned to pick up the big Nikon. Brit glided over to the bed, an admirable feat considering the height of those heels. Striking a pose leaning against the bedpost, she glanced down at my crotch. Take your dick out. I want to see how seductive you really think I am. I already knew how seductive she looked. My cock was bent double, and I was more than happy to bring it some relief. I shucked my shoes and socks, dropped the pants and drawers, and stood there with my erection poking out through the tails of my button-down shirt. That brought a little smirk of satisfaction to my model as I began capturing her irresistible allure. My Brit is just naturally sexy. It doesn't matter if it's first thing in the morning— disheveled and sleepy-eyed, or all dolled up, ready for a night on the town, she just has that thing, that thing that I can't explain. I've found myself lost in reverie as I sat and looked at her shoulder, or her ankle, anywhere I can focus, I find beauty. And when she tries to look even sexier than I see her all the time, well I'm just fucked, I have no defense doubt that's where I found myself now as she shifted from pose to pose, natural and fluid. Standing next to the bedposts, stretching and emphasizing her slender length, or on bent knee on the bed, hands on her hips in a defiant pose, you had no option but to want her, to make love to her. When she struck what was to be the final pose for the shoot, that is where I was. My only option was clear. 
She crawled onto the bed on all four at a slight angle so that her firm breasts hung, shadowed by the gossamer fabric. Her long, lean back was defined by the black satin outline and her captivating derriere, framed by thin strands, beckoned. Her long bare legs, bent and tautly defined, her feet clad in fuck-me heels delineated the starting point of my journey. Her eyes read mine and she shivered as I set the camera on the floor and approached the bed, shedding the last of my clothes. I dropped to my knees at the foot of the bed, running my hands over her calves as my tongue played with the exposed portions of her feet. Moving on, I nuzzled and kissed my way along her calves and up those amazing thighs, ducking my head back and forth between them to nibble on them. Heat radiated from that heavenly intersection. Her erotic aroma drew my nose over that minuscule patch of fabric, along the bridge of thread that spanned her winking, pink star. My tongue closely followed sampling what I could through the satin strainer and slipping under the thread, poking at her back door. My lover moaned loudly as I gently pulled the panties aside and spread her cheeks to lap at her sweet sex. With reverence, I dined on her offerings, juices free-flowing as I let my tongue explore, probing the depths of both portals. Brit moaned false protests as she lost control, her climax building. Oh God, oh God, oh God. She muttered until her orgasm crashed over her, her pussy grasping at my tongue. Brit recovered, catching her breath, her head on a pillow, her ass still invitingly poised above the bed with my head on one cheek, running my hands up and down her back, eliciting a pleasured purr. Straightening back up, on my knees between hers, I rubbed her excess secretions into her inner thighs, my cock throbbing and in the way. Brit glanced back between her legs, spying my anxious erection and reached back taking it in her hand and stroked it gently. Satisfied that I was indeed ready, she moved both hands up to her buttocks and spread them invitingly. Never one to turn down such an invite, I ran the head of my cock up and down, between her moist lips, sliding up on each stroke to anoint her tempting ass. With a coaxing thrust of her hips, I slipped the tip of my cock in between her welcoming lips. Hmm, that's nice. She murmured, her head still resting comfortably on the pillow. Agreeing, I made short, slow thrusts, slowly making my way inward. Brit hummed lightly, her hips in constant motion as though trying to screw herself onto my cock. My hands roamed her back and butt, poking fun occasionally with her puckered star, which pulsed whenever she sensed I was near. Soon they were long, deliberate thrusts, my cock glistened in her excretions. Fuck, baby. I moan. My cock is so hard. Fucking your tight cunt. Fuck I love fucking you. God you're so fucking good baby. Soon we both were near the end as small orgasms rolled though her. I likened them to the four shocks that occurred just before a major earthquake. And now they were coming one after another. I could feel them running up and down my swelling cock as I drove to completion. I felt her fingers on her clit, trying to hasten the cataclysmic event. Oh fuck. She moaned. God I love your cock. Come on baby. Fuck me. Give me your cum baby. Un, 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 un. Brit pushed herself back up, back on all four, driving her cun onto my cock, my hands on her hips, meeting her stroke for stroke. Fuck me, fuck me. She cried out, her pleas echoing off the walls. That was the trigger I needed as we locked eyes, willing each other to go first. Finally, I relented as I felt my own ass pucker. Ah shit, here it comes baby, ah and with a final thrust, I planted my seed deep in her fro, load after load. 
Our eyes still locked. Brit's climax came just after my initial sewing. Her mouth open, gasping and her beautiful eyes now rolled back, only the whites showing. Her body convulsed and her pussy contracted, pulling me deeper with each contraction. Her arms gave out as she passed out, her body still quaking with aftershocks. Each breath I took caused her to convulse again. Finally I found my way out and collapsed beside her, exhausted and too warm to snuggle. I rubbed her back, a little concerned but content just the same. I am a lucky guy and she is indeed very, very seductive. 5 a.m. Thursday morning I awoke in my favorite position and hugged her tighter, nuzzling her neck. Unlike yesterday, I was not brain dead and did remember the evening before. Another round of mind-blowing sex with the one I love, followed by a long shower with the requisite hair washing, leg and pussy shaving and a light dinner. We had earlier intended to do a movie night, a porn movie that is, but the earlier romp on the upstairs studio bed had pretty well satisfied that hunger. It didn't stop us however from getting pretty involved while we ignored whatever was on the big screen in the bedroom. My little minx managed to get me aroused enough to park my cock in her nice warm pussy and then fall fast asleep, safe and secure, and that's how we were when we woke. Good morning. We mumbled in concert, stretching and griping. Can't we just stay in bed all day? She asked as she reached back, trying to capture my morning wood. Nothing I would like better, as I kneaded her ass and pushed myself up to a sitting position on the edge of the bed. But I have a less understanding boss than you do, so I'm afraid that's out of the question. As I headed to the bathroom, Britt was close behind, and thankfully let me handle peeing by myself this time. Yeah, she said as she rinsed her face. I've got my boss right where I want him. He lets me use his house, eat his food, basically do whatever I want to do and all I have to do is fuck him senseless, and he's under my spell. She giggled. Yeah well, so far you've earned your keep. So you have a ten o'clock with the shy redhead, was it Melissa? And then the MG is also due about that time? Yep, she said as she tried to grab me as we passed. Me on my way to the sink and her to the potty dot I rinsed while she tinkled. Girls don't piss, they tinkle. And then we played a little grab ass while we got dressed for the day. Well I got dressed anyway. Her, panties and a crop top. So you do get dressed a little more when they deliver a car, don't you? As I fired up the coffee maker. Sometimes, she kidded. I get pretty good service though when I dress this way. I guess I'll dress a little more businesslike when Melissa comes over. That reminds me, I need to download those photos we did last night into a separate folder. I don't want to accidentally show her any of our special photos. She emphasized. Yeah, I laughed. Photos of me buried in your beautiful ass on the hood of a car might be a bit much for her. Hmm, I wish we could have gotten a couple last night. That was a hell of a pussy pounding you gave me. I don't usually pass out like that. Oh, and that lingerie seemed to do the trick, didn't it? Well, as I took her in my arms, I hate to burst your bubble, and yes, that was a pretty sexy get-up, but really, you could wear an old burlap bag and get my dick hard. You are just that fucking sexy and I love you. Now, give me a kiss, I need to hit the road. 4 p.m. Thursday It had been a busy day which helped it fly by. I didn't even stop for lunch and realized it as I pointed the truck toward home. I also hadn't spoken to my favorite girl all day, 
so I wove my Bluetooth to work just one more time today and gave the studio a call. Red Brick Photography, Brit speaking, came through the tinny sounding earpiece. Hi, babe, I said. Oh, hi, lover. Sorry, I didn't look at the caller ID. No worries. You sounded very professional. I liked it. So I'm on my way home and realized I didn't have any lunch. How about I take you out somewhere? Hmm, sounds good. I had a thing of yogurt after Melissa left, and I've been busy on the computer all afternoon. Good, then you think about what you want and I'll be there in about 25 minutes. I said as I dodged the idiot in the smart car in front of me, almost had another hood ornament. Well, she cooed over the phone. I know what I want, but it would just have to be an appetizer. Well, I'm starved, so you may just have to wait until desert. Maybe you can have it with that movie we didn't watch last night, I implied. Naughty boy, she giggled. Well, hurry up and get here and I'll go down and put on some clothes. Wait, I said. You aren't still wearing what you had on when I left this morning, are you? No, silly. I put on some shorts before the car was delivered and Melissa showed up just as they were leaving, so don't worry I didn't embarrass the company. I knew better than to question Brit's judgment or actions. She was a smart girl with good business sense and took this all seriously. That's what I loved about her. She could handle herself in pretty much any situation and could switch personalities like you and I turn on a light. All right, baby, I'll see you in a few. Love you. Suck you soon. She giggled, hanging up the phone. Dinner at Luigi's. I got home to find Brid dressed and ready to go. She looked good enough to eat in a short floral sundress with spaghetti straps and another pair of high heel sandals. Her hair was pulled back in a loose French braid that left her long neck vulnerable. I quickly changed into a decent pair of slacks and polo shirt, and we hopped in her car and were off. Luigi's is a small, family owned place with seating for maybe 30 people, and for a Thursday night we were still lucky to get a secluded booth. The food was good, the company better. Our hands were busy under the cover of the linen tablecloth as we ate and shared our day. So, after they dropped off the car, Melissa drove in in a cute little Porsche. I recognized her from Facebook and waved her on in. She wasn't sure she had found the right place. She's really cute and her hair is a beautiful red or maybe more strawberry blonde. Anyway, she was wearing some really tight jeans and a nice blouse. She has a nice figure. So I briefly showed her the warehouse and the set with the car and then I took her upstairs to the studio. Brit paused to take another sip of Chianti and grabbed an olive from the antipasto plate. She was impressed with the studio and even went over to the bed and sat down on it and gave it a little bounce. To be honest, it kind of turned me on when she did it. Anyway, then I showed her kind of a general portfolio I threw together, and then I showed her the shots we did last night. Another sip of wine and her hand slid over to my crotch, she continued. It took her a second to realize that it was me in the pictures and she leaned over closer to me to get a better look. I could feel her hot breath and could even hear her breathing getting quicker. She kept looking back and forth from me to the pictures as I went through them. She didn't say much, other than, nice and pretty. When I got through them, I asked her what she thought and she was kind of flustered and jumpy and then she looked at the watch and said, Oh, look at the time, I've got to go and she was down the stairs and at her car before I knew it. She said she'd call later and got in her car and took off. It was really weird. 
I ran my hand up her thigh, sneaking under the hem and left it there. Who knows, maybe you just got her all excited and she didn't know what to do. You have that way with people, you know. Giving her a little squeeze, Brit smiled as she felt my cock stiffen under her touch, and then we were interrupted by dinner being served and somehow managed to make it through the meal with further accosting one another. Finished, the plates were cleared and we were just waiting for some coffee when Brit's cell phone rang. Annoyed by the disruption, she glanced at the screen. Oh, it's Gina. And she took the call. Good timing, girl. She whispered. I was just about to slip George's cock out of his pants and give him a handy when... What? Slow down, what did you say? Oh shit, did you get it turned off? Oh, thank God. Okay, just get stuff off the floor and we'll be right over. The last line gave me a clue as to what was going on but I waited for the explanation. Gina and Kate just got home from work and there was water running out from under the front door. They opened it up and the whole house is flooded. Thankfully the next door neighbor knew how to turn off the water, but it sounds like a real disaster. Can we go over there now? I was already sliding out of the booth, flagging down our waiter. You don't have to ask, let's go. As I threw a fifty at the waiter and headed out the door, Brit drove pretty calmly considering. But I suppose in retrospect, most of the damage had already been done. You know, I just realized that I've never been to your place. I said as we drove through a nice, older neighborhood. Yeah, it's an okay house, but the owner is kind of a douche. She said. Thank God Kate's dad made sure that we had renter's insurance. Man, I bet I've got a bunch of wet shoes. Damn it, I wonder what happened. It was probably a supply line to a sink or toilet. Something like that. We'll see when we get there. As long as one of the girls didn't leave the tub running, your insurance should cover you. About that time, we pulled up to a cute little house on a narrow street and found Gina and Kate carrying boxes and stuff out onto the front lawn. They both ran up to us as we got out of the car and we initiated a little group hug. I assumed my role as the coming one, pretty simple as I didn't have a bunch of wet stuff to deal with. Oh Brit, it's a disaster. Kate squeaked, sniffling back tears. Everything is soaked. I don't know what we're going to do. Brit hugged her tighter and looked over her shoulder at me. She didn't need to say a word and I didn't hesitate. I put my arm around Gina and pulled her in tight. Well, the first thing we're going to do is get everything off the floor that might get damaged further or at least has a chance to dry out. Then we're going to gather up as much of your stuff as you need for now and then you're coming home with us. I have a virgin spare bedroom with a king-size bed that's been waiting for someone to use it. Gina stepped in front of me and hugged me and then gave me a soft kiss on the lips, whispering, Thank you. I kissed her back. Anything you girls need. Which brought a big smile and another kiss. Kate turned to look at me and then back at Brit. Really? Can we stay with you for a while? Brit looked back at me and I gave her a wink. You can all stay for as long as you want. Little did I know at the time that that one single proclamation would change my world. Kate launched herself at me, laying a big wet on one knee that had the Brit and Kate in stitches. Thank you, thank you, thank you, she said between kisses as the girls pried her loose. Come on, let's see what kind of mess we have, said Brit as the other two followed their leader. It truly was a mess. The carpet in the bedrooms was soaked and water was wicking up into the walls and furniture. 
Even the mattresses were damp as the covers had touched the floor. We started sorting through stuff, putting things on the tables and counters. Luckily their suitcases were up on an upper shelf in the closet so the girls were able to get all the clothes off hangers and most of those out of the dressers. I started shuttling full suitcases out to the cars and then dealt with some of the things they had already carried outside. It was clear to me that there was a second trip in the future. Along with one to the dump dot I went back into the house and nosed around until I found the supply line to the kitchen sink that had popped out of the valve and ran for god knows how many hours. Then I made my way to the master bedroom and found the girls huddled around a box on a chair and they were talking quietly to one another. I cleared my throat as I walked in and Gina quickly put the lid on the box and they all turned to face me, all looking a bit guilty. So is that one ready to be loaded? I asked, nodding toward them. Oh, no, stammered Kate. Yeah, said my blonde beauty. We'll get this on the next trip. I don't see how we can get it all in one load. We have to come back anyway to figure out what is trash, and then I suppose we'll have to do some sort of inventory for the insurance company. That's right, proclaimed Gina, the busted brunette. Thank God your dad made us get that insurance, Kate. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I agree, I said. There's no way to get it all now, and no real reason, like you said. We'll come back tomorrow evening with my truck, or if you want, and one of you. Indicating Kate or Gina. Isn't working tomorrow. You can borrow the truck and I'll use Britt's car. That'd be great, baby. Okay, ladies, let's get all this sorted out. As Britt led them back into the living room, we spent the next few hours moving stuff around and finishing with the first load. It amazed even the girls how much stuff they had accumulated in the short amount of time they had been there. Tired and somewhat disheartened, we finally locked the door and headed for my place. The girls were still tired but in better spirits when they started moving Kate and Gina's belongings into the spare bedroom. Britt's remaining clothes ended up in the master, and that closet was now officially full. The other miscellaneous things that we ended up bringing were piled in the warehouse, next to the house. Sufficiently moved in, we settled into the living room with a bottle of wine. Thanks again for everything, Kate said as she curled her legs underneath her, sitting next to me on the couch. No problem, I said as I reached over and squeezed her bare knee. Kate reached down and held my hand there. Gina and Britt shared a large upholstered chair, their bare legs intertwined, sitting in each other's laps. Yeah, thanks guys, Gina said. I'm not sure what we've done without you leaning over to give my girl a kiss on the cheek. Well, I said, stretching my arms out. I'm beat and I have to get up early tomorrow, so I'll say goodnight. I hope you girls sleep well and don't worry. Everything will work out. Just another bump in the road. They all stood up as I did and I received three very sincere and wet goodnight kisses. I took a quick shower and was soon under the covers, the faint sounds of the girls' conversation lulling me to sleep. Early Friday morning. I was deep in a dream, a dream that I was a prince in a fabulous palace. I was ensconced in piles of silk pillows, surrounded by beautiful, scantily clad women. One with long, flowing black hair massaged my temple while feeding me individual grapes, followed by sweet kisses. Another dark haired beauty with large, bare breasts massaged my chest while keeping us cool with a bamboo fan. A rare blonde beauty lay between my legs, her soft, warm lips wrapped around my turgid cock, 
her deep blue eyes staring lovingly at me. I slowly woke to reality, gone the dream, save the blonde making love to my cock with her sweet mouth. Good morning. She managed while taking one of my balls in her mouth, her hand softly stroking my stiffness. Morning was all I could manage as I leaned my head back in the pillow, my body stiff as my lover coaxed my climax from deep within. Her wet lips sucked at the head, draining me into her mouth, and when I had delivered all I had to offer, she lifted her head and smiled as she swallowed my load. I held my arms out as she crawled up on top of me, pausing along the way to anoint me with tender kisses. We kissed deeply when she finished her trek, our tongues playing and hands roaming. That was fun, she said. I was wondering if I could make you come without waking you. Well, you almost succeeded. I was dreaming that I was a sheik, surrounded by my harem and my favorite was giving me pleasure, while the others fed me grapes and fanned me. Brit giggled as she ran her fingers through my chest hair. Well, that's one fantasy we can easily make come true. The girls are really grateful, and you know they would do anything for you. Well, I said as my fingers ran up and down her back. I'm just glad I can help. So, I asked, what time did you girls finally go to bed? Propped up on one hand, Britt ran her other through my hair. Well, we had to physically put Kate to bed. She fell asleep a little after you went to bed. I guess Gina and I gave up about one o'clock this morning. She doesn't have to work today, so if it's okay, she and I will borrow your truck and go back to the house. About that time, we heard the toilet flush in the guest bathroom. That'll be fine, I said. Oh, and grab a camera and take lots of pictures of the damage. I should have thought of that yesterday before we carted a bunch of stuff out. I also have a micro-tape recorder in my desk upstairs if you want to use that instead of making written notes. Britt leaned down to kiss me again when we noticed movement by the door. Little Kate peeked around the jam, her black hair hanging, nearly touching the floor. She quickly pulled back when she saw Britt prone and naked on top of me. Sorry, came her little voice. Don't worry about it, come in, Britt told her. Kate stepped in hesitantly toward the bed, her t-shirt much shorter than her hair. I released my hold with my right hand on Britt's firm butt, and she raised her left, inviting Kate to join us. A big smile broke out on her face as she pulled the shirt off over her head and slid in beside us, kissing us both as we hugged her tight beside us. Kate sighed as she snuggled with us. I hope I didn't interrupt anything, she whispered bashfully. Brit and my hands met on the petite girl's butt. Nah, said Brit. I gave him a blow job just before you came in. You should have gotten up earlier. You could have helped. Kate's eyes grew big and my dick pulsed at the words. Brit was about to say something else when the sound of someone clearing their throat interrupted her. We all three glanced at the door to see Gina naked as the day she was born, standing with her arms crossed under her D-cups. So why wasn't I invited? The girls snickered and I said, Well, I was going to get up and get ready for work, but come here and snuggle for a minute, relinquishing my remaining hold on Brit's butt. Gina giggled like a little girl and bounded around to the other side and completed the group. After exchanging kisses, we laid there and just petted one another. All three thanked me once again for putting them up and I broke out laughing. When I finally was able to stop, Brit asked, So what's so funny? I looked up at her, and then left and right at her best friends. I don't know, 
I just find it a little ironic that I'm lying here, covered in beautiful, naked women and you're thanking me. Just struck me funny. Well, Brit said, we knew that you were going to end up in this position sooner or later anyway, so maybe it isn't that ironic to us. We're just glad that you are here and that we are too. Followed by another flurry of kisses. Well, I said, as much as I'd like to stay, I need to get to work and you girls could probably use some more sleep, so why don't you let me out of here? Ah, they protested in unison as I started working my way out of the tangle of arms, legs and soft bodies. Various hands grabbed at my cock as I finally extricated myself. Wolf whistles erupted as I walked naked toward the bathroom. I gave them a little hip swivel as I went through the door and they broke into laughter. I did a quick run through the shower and standard morning routine. Stepping back into the bedroom with a towel around my waist for defense, I found my alluring trio wrapped around each other, soundly sleeping. Careful not to wake them, I got dressed, snapped a couple quick shots with my blackberry, and then gave each a soft kiss on their respective but stud I quietly made a cup of coffee to go and a peanut butter sandwich to eat on the road. It took a while to find Brit's keys. I'm not a fan of digging around in a woman's purse. Finally successful, I left mine on the island next to her purse and hit the road. The image of the three lovelies, naked and asleep in my bed was burned in my memory, and the thought of them all living under my roof hadn't really connected until now. It was now about all I could think of, TGIF. Chapter 13 Around 10 a.m. Friday morning asterisk asterisk. I was sitting in a parking lot, early for an appointment, and devilishly resetting the presets on Brit's car stereo when she called. I had her car because the girl's house flooded yesterday, and we moved them into my place last night. Today Brit, the blonde love of my life, and Gina were going to move more salvageable stuff and needed my truck to do it. Hi, lover. I said as I set her number one button to a bluegrass station. Well, hi to you too, lover, came Gina's sultry voice through the tiny speaker. I could hear Brit laughing in the background. Your other lover is driving, so she asked me to call. You're on speaker, so be careful what you say, stud. She giggled as Brit broke out in more laughter. Hi, baby, Brit said from the driver's seat of my truck. We're on our way to the house and thought we'd check in and thank you for the snuggle session this morning. That was really special. Yeah, agreed Gina and I could hear the break in both of their voices. I was truly touched. You girls know I would do anything for you, so don't think anything about it. It's my pleasure, trust me. Well, you can bet it will be before we're done, lover, Brit said emphatically. Anyway, we called the insurance company this morning and got that ball rolling and then we called that prick of a landlord and gave him the good news. We may need you to explain to him what happened. I'm sure he thinks it was our fault. Yeah, sadly that's not that uncommon in houses built back then. Not the greatest design in the world. So give me a call later and let me know what you think about the stuff that is too damaged. We'll have to get a dumpster or I'll borrow a truck from work, and we can make a dump run if need be. George, you're the best, Gina said. I don't know what we would do if it wasn't for you. So is it really okay if we put stuff in your building until we figure out what we're going to do? I laughed. I don't think you'll take up too much room. I think we can handle it. Well, I had to ask. I don't want to take advantage of you. At least that way. She giggled. Gina, you naughty girl. 
laughed her cohort. I could already sense that these new living arrangements were going to make life interesting. Okay, well I need to get to this appointment, so I'll talk to you girls later, okay? Okay, suck you soon. They laughed in chorus and hit end.to say I was distracted the remainder of the day would be an understatement. Laying in bed, smothered in soft, warm, feminine nakedness, gorgeous nakedness at that, pretty well burns an indelible image on your brain. End of a long day Friday. Britt came up on the smartphone screen again, and I answered a little more cautiously this time. Hey, how's my girls? Our cute little asses are dragon, came my favorite blonde's response. We've made two trips to your place and I think we can get the rest in one more load on your truck and my car, so if you wouldn't mind, would you go by and pick up Kate at the store and then come here to the house? I was a little confused, but before I could ask, she gave me the answer. We forgot to tell you, but Kate's car wouldn't start this morning and Gina won't let her drive hers so we dropped her off on our way here. We already talked and John said she could take off whenever you got there. Sounds like a plan, I said. So do you want me to pick up something to eat there or do you want to wait until we get back to our place? Interesting, I thought to myself. I just called it our place. Without missing a beat, she answered. Let's just wait till we get back to our place. I've seen about all of this mess that I can stand. All right, babe, I guess that we'll see you in about an hour. Can't be soon enough, babe. See you soon. What, no suck? I asked, trying to sound disappointed. Maybe not tonight, babe. She laughed. I'm so tired, I'd probably fall asleep and choke to death. But I do love you so much. Love you too, lick you soon, sorry, that didn't work. See you in a bit. I heard her laughing loud as I hung up, happy to hear her laughter point twenty minutes later. I found a spot a couple doors down from John's beachwear shop and walked back to the store. It was late afternoon and the place was empty except for Kate high on a ladder, stretching to put a box on an upper shelf. She was wearing a little pair of shorts and a crop top with sandals on her tiny feet. Her long black hair was in a single braid that hung to the back of her knees, graciously not blocking the view of her pert little ass cheeks poking out of the bottom of the cotton shorts. I couldn't help but let out a raucous wolf whistle that startled her. She turned with a venomous look and nearly stepped out into midair. Luckily, I was right there and reached up to steady her, both hands on those protruding butt cheeks. She looked down at me with a smile and wiggled in my grasp, bearing down a little more. Hi, George, she giggled. Hi, Kate, I said as I took the rest of her weight and lifted her off the ladder by the derriere. At less than five feet tall and nowhere near a hundred pounds, it wasn't a great show of strength on my part. She squealed and squirmed trying to grab onto something as I lowered her to her feet. She wasn't on them a second before she jumped back into my arms, her legs around me and kissed me hard, her tongue going to town. I tried to look around to make sure we weren't making a spectacle of ourselves. Don't worry, she said, as she continued to kiss me. There's no one else here. I was just doing a little more stocking until you got here, and then gave me another long kiss. Suddenly aware of how long we had been going at it, she blushed and let me set her back on her feet. Sorry, I got carried away. I just love kissing you. In fact, you're only the second guy I've ever really kissed, other than my dad that is and that doesn't really count. I bent down and gave her another kiss. 
Well, I like kissing you too, and as long as it's okay with that blonde roommate of yours, you can have all the kisses you want. Well, she blushed even more, pressing herself tight to me, her hand on my crotch. I'm hoping Brit may let me have something more than just a kiss. Fondling my growing stiffness, drawing on all the self-control I could muster, I picked the little pixie up by the waist and sat her on the front counter, my back to the entrance. Kate looked at me with big brown eyes, a slightly uneasy look as I put my lips to hers and gave her a kiss that any Frenchman would be proud of. At the same time, both my hands found their way under the crop top and I fondled her firm tits, pinching her nipples while she squirmed and moaned. As the time before on the hood of a stranger's car in a darkened parking lot, Kate's little body soon convulsed an orgasm. Only this time we didn't have an audience and I persisted until she couldn't take any more, breaking our kiss with a breathless. Ah, fuck! I held her until she was back to normal, and with an embarrassed look, she stared at me and then looked down at her crotch. Oh God, I think I peed. I ran my finger up the seam of the shorts and tasted the residue, a look of shock on her eyes. I don't think that's pee, I said as I took another swipe and she shuddered once more. God, George, how do you do that? I've never come just by someone kissing me and playing with my titties. Just talented, I guess. Shrugging my shoulders modestly and laughing too. Well now I've got to change my shorts before we leave. As she shimmied herself off the counter. Still a little embarrassed, she hurried into the back room to change. I'll just be a sec. Okay. I answered as I looked over some of the merchandise. Then it dawned on me. Hey Kate, do you have the swimsuits for tomorrow? I yelled toward the back room. That's right. She yelled back. I was going to ask you about those last night, but the flood kind of changed things. So no, I don't have them. What colors do you think we need? As she came into the store pulling up an even smaller pair of shorts. Well, I answered, a little distracted. Kate is a perfect miniature, from top to bottom. Sculpted legs on pretty little feet, a nice bubble butt, a tight little belly and I would guess somewhere close to B-cups with pencil eraser-sized nipples. She has an innocent little girl face with the biggest brown eyes and proportionally, some of the longest jet black hair I have ever seen. Well, she replied. Oh yeah, well the car is white and I think the upholstery is black, so I'm thinking maybe just some real bright primary colors. What do you think? Hmm, let's see. She said as she walked to one of the racks. She picked a bright red little number off the rack and held it up for my approval. Yeah, I think that goes nice with your skin tone. I said. You think? As she pulled her top up, flashing me and anyone else who happened to look in the window, and held the top over her breasts. How can you not smile at something like that? Yes. I said as she smiled back at me brightly. Do you have maybe a bright yellow or blue? You bet. She said, not bothering to straighten out her shirt. She held up the other two and looked for my approval. I think those will be great. What are the bottoms like? Oh, I think you'll like them. They're really tiny. She giggled. It's too bad we don't have another one like I gave Brit the other day. You know, the string one? Oh yeah, I know it well. Feeling a little blush come on. The suit she was referring to was the one my vixen wore when she tried to fuck me to death on the hood of a candy apple red hot rod. So if that's it, let's get you locked up here and we'll go help the girls. All right, let me just make a note for John on which suits I took and we'll go.
So without any more fooling around, Kate locked up, set the alarm, and we headed for the car. Always the gentleman. I opened the passenger door for her and helped her in. I went around to the driver's side and found Kate sitting in the middle of the bench seat, seat belt on and ready to go. She gave me a grin and with a questioning look asked, Is this okay? I slid in next to her and closed the door and buckled up. Starting the engine, I pulled out into traffic and then rested my hand on her bare thigh, squeezing it lightly. Yeah, this is okay. Kate let out an audible sigh, rested her hand on mine and snuggled up tight. She stayed that way the entire trip, never saying a word. We finally pulled up in front of their house just as Britt and Gina were carrying a couple boxes out to the truck. Britt couldn't help but see the little one sitting next to me with the remaining half of the front seat empty. She smiled and just shook her head and said something to Gina. Gina looked back over her shoulder at us and laughed, saying something to Britt. As I was getting my seatbelt off, Kate turned to me and pulled my head to her kissing me on the cheek and whispered, Thanks again for everything, especially, well, you know, the kiss. And then she turned and bailed out the passenger door, running to her roomies. They disappeared into the house before I could get out of the car and when I came through the front door, there was loud whispering and laughter coming from the kitchen. Again? I heard from one of the girls. And just from a kiss? And then more giggling that I cleared my throat as a warning and made my way into the kitchen. Well, what can I do? I asked. Well, said my blue-eyed lover, you can start by giving me a kiss. After a not-so-standard, hi, how are you kiss, Britt finally broke suction and then looked at the other two and said, nodding her head. Nothing, well, let me try, said Gina as she stepped up and tried to check my tonsils with her tongue. Another toe-curling, pecker-straightening kiss and then, to the others, Nope, nothing, oh well, I guess it's back to work then, the blonde ringleader said. George, we've got some heavier boxes we saved just for you by the front door if you wouldn't mind. We, oui, mon general, I said in my best, but admittedly terrible French accent, threw her a salute and headed to the front door. The girls laughed as I heard Brit, laughing and saying, Goofball. It took a couple more hours to get everything worth taking packed into the two vehicles. Meanwhile, O.L. Peckerhead, as Gina called the landlord, came by to survey the damage. Just as Britt predicted, he started out trying to blame it all on the girls. But it didn't take me long to straighten him out and give him some advice on how to get it fixed so he wouldn't inconvenience his next tenants. Dejected, he left grumbling, and a little lighter in the wallet as I suggested that he should go ahead and refund the girls the remainder of the month's rent they had already paid, as well as the cleaning deposit. He started to grouse about all the money he would have to spend to clean out the place, pull the carpets, etc. before he could even start to do the repairs. I took him aside and enlightened him on the damages the girls had suffered and how I was doing my best to keep them, particularly that hot-headed blonde one, from coming back after him with a claim. He did some quick math and then even offered to haul away anything the girls didn't want, since he would have hauling to do anyway, then it would be a done deal. After he left, I went back inside and filled the girls in on the deal, handing them the check. They all looked at me with disbelief and then squealed with delight, earning me another round of kisses.so. It was good by little house, as the girls took one more pass through, making sure we didn't miss anything. Hey babe, why don't you take Gina with you in your truck and I'll take Kate? I'm not sure I can trust you with her. 
She laughed, poking Kate in the ribs. Kate pretended to pout as she slid back into Brit's car. I noticed she claimed that center position again. I let Gina into the passenger side of my truck and as I headed to the driver's side I thought of something. Hey Brit, how about dinner? Do you want me to pick up something on the way home? Sounds like a plan. Just surprise us. Gina knows what we like. Okay, we'll see you back home. Drive careful. Brit gave me a little wink as she looked past me toward Gina. You too, babe. I climbed into the truck only to find Gina seemed to have a preference for the center seat too and smiled as I got in. So what do you have in mind for dinner? Gina just smiled and then turned my head to give me a kiss, her eyes misty. I just wanted to thank you again for everything. You really can't imagine what it means to us and me in particular. Well, you're welcome and you know I would do whatever I can for you girls, so don't think twice about it, okay? I patted her on the knee as a way of reassurance, and like Kate, she placed hers on mine except that Gina coaxed mine further up her bare thigh until I reached the hem of her denim cutoffs. I could feel the heat of her sex as she clasped my hand between her inner thighs. So how does Ty sound to you? She asked, nonchalantly, me driving with one hand and her scrolling through her phone directory. Sounds good to me, as she pushed my hand tighter to her crotch. Anything you don't like? She asked, in a more sultry tone. Damn little, I answered as I gave her thigh a slight squeeze. Good, she replied and dialed the phone, placing an order I didn't hear. Gina gave me directions and we pulled into a small parking lot on the side of the restaurant. Gina looked at the clock on her phone and said, It won't be ready for about fifteen minutes, she said, unbuckling her seatbelt. I think that gives me time for one more thank you and an appetizer. As she unbuckled my seatbelt and leaned in to give me a kiss that quickly left me uncomfortable. My hand found its way under the back of her shirt and ran up and down her bare back and then slid down, determined to make it under the waistband of her shorts. Her hands were busy with my belt and jeans, moaning with anticipation in our kiss. The progress with either denim item was too slow for Gina as she sat upright on her knees. Lift! She commanded as she pulled my pants and boxers down my legs. My hand was still half tucked into the back of her shorts as she popped the snap on the front and lowered the zipper, my hand now free to wander. Oh, God! She moaned quietly as my fingers slid down her ass, sliding over her puckered star and then dipping into her hot, wet pussy.my cock soon felt her lips and warm mouth as I ran my other hand through her thick hair brushing it aside so I could massage her neck and tickle at her ear. Her sucking was energetic as she tried to deep-throat me, causing her to gag. The thick mucus lubed my cock as she switched to jacking me and playing with my balls while sucking on the head and taking short, quick strokes with her mouth. I wasn't really of a mind to hurry through this. You can always nuke Thai food if it gets cold. So I concentrating on her, running my fingers in and out of her pussy slightly gathering her juices and spreading them up and down her outer lips and then up to her asshole, making sure it was nice and slick. The plan seemed to work as she slowed, distracted by my thumb now making inroads in her ass. Halfway in, she relinquished my cock, concentrating on the thick digit in her ass. Mmm, George, she moaned, still running her hand up and down my cock. Fuck my ass, baby, stick your thumb up my butt, oh, fuck that feels good. She went back to sucking as I stroked in and out of her ass until my thumb was buried, the palm of my hand on her ass.
I moved it in and out slowly, stirring it around in her ass. Her ass now good and slick, I worked one, then two fingers into her pussy, which was wet to overflowing. My remaining ring finger and little finger were now positioned to slide down and aggravate her clit, nudging it as I rocked my hand, in and out of her ass, in and out of her cunt, sliding over her inflamed clit. Oh my God! She moaned, her body rocking into my hand, and then sucking and jacking some more dot we could both sense the other nearing the edge. My cock seemed to swell to double its thickness, causing her to abandon the deep throat attempts, sucking and licking the head and both hands now around my cock and balls. Oh, come for me, baby, feed me your cum, she pleaded, her hand now a blur on my cock, her lips sucking hard on the head dot I doubled my efforts, reaching over to spread her ass and fucking her ass and pussy with a fury. You first, baby, come for me, baby, and I'll give you all you can eat. Come on, baby, come for me. Come on. We raced to the finish line as I felt her ass and pussy tighten, and her body clinched and then convulsed in orgasm. She tried to cry out, only to be defeated by the load of jizz I fed her. I could heard her breathing deep through her nose as she swallowed and swallowed, so I cried out for both of us. Ah, fuck me. Fuck, fuck on. My dick hurt, I came so hard. I held her, my one hand still buried in her backside, my other over her back pulling her shoulder into my belly. Gina fought to catch her breath, her hand cupping my empty ball sack, excess come pooling on her hand. It took a moment before I could focus and I glanced up to see if we had drawn any looky-loos. If they had noticed anything, it was just that the windows of the truck were completely fogged up, so they would have to use their imagination. Gina gave me a final cleanup and then sat back up on her knees with my fingers still holding station. She moaned and wiggled her ass, my hand sandwiched between her butt and her legs. She leaned over and kissed me once more, giving me enough room to extricate my invading digits. Setting back, she took my hand and sucked each finger clean. My cock took note, but only half-heartedly. Gina leaned down, gave my pecker a parting kiss, and then helped me get my shorts and jeans back in place. I think the food's probably ready. As she leaned back against the passenger door, and ran her fingers over her soaked pussy, licking the excess off her fingers. I would have been more than willing to help, but her bare foot pushed me out the door. Twenty minutes later. We made it safely back to the warehouse and Kate and Britt were busy pulling boxes out of the back of her car. Gina gave me a quick kiss and bailed out the passenger door, food in hand, skipping to the front door. Took you long enough. Britt quipped at her as she passed by. Gina stopped, gave her a big smile and a kiss and then headed on inside. Britt turned to me and ran her tongue over her lips, raising an eyebrow. I feigned not noticing and turned to the truck to grab something, anything, not wanting to go in empty-handed. All three girls were at the island when I made it inside, unpacking the little cardboard boxes and getting out plates and silverware. I made my way to the kitchen sink to wash up, only to be intercepted by my girl taking my hand, she said, thanks for picking up dinner, and proceeded to take each finger, those that had previously brought delight to her roommate, into her mouth. Glancing over her shoulder, Gina and Kate's eyes grew big at the display, unseen, so did my dick. Finished with her sampling, Britt looked up at me and winked and then turned back to the girls, leaving me to finish cleaning up. We talked as we ate, 
the girls excited about the way things ended with their old landlord and then, expectedly, wondering what their next move would be. I had mixed emotions and for the most part, kept them to myself. I really wanted to have Brit here full-time, for more reasons than one and I had no problem with the other two being here, at least short-term. If all things went as planned, they all had at least three more years of school here and they had to rent somewhere that I finished eating and told them. Well, if you girls don't mind putting the food away and cleaning up, I'm going to empty my truck so I don't have to think about it over the weekend. We have the MG shoot tomorrow and then you have the rest of the weekend to sort through everything you brought over. Gina frowned. Well, some of us do. I have to go to work tomorrow. Britt wrapped her arm around the busted brunette's shoulder, saying with all the overdramatic flair she could muster. Oh, poor baby. Well... While you're in an air-conditioned store, dealing with happy tourists, we'll be working under the hot lights of a demanding photographer, slaving to satisfy his artistic aspirations. Their laughter flowed out the front door as I went about the dangerous Jenga-like job of unpacking my truck. Nearly done, building an impressive pile against one wall of the warehouse, I recognized the box that the girls had quickly closed up when I entered the bedroom yesterday. Curious, I carried it over to the stack and then did a quick recon, looking to see if I was being watched. Partially hidden behind the truck bed, I sat the box down and slowly lifted the lid. None too surprised, it contained what I assumed was their combined collection of sex toys. I didn't dig around or take any kind of inventory, just let it be said that it was a fairly impressive collection in both volume and variety. I put the lid back on and thought about my next move. The devil in me wanted to walk into the house with it and see what kind of reaction I got. The angel in me was too scared to even think about it. I went into the house empty-handed. Britt was alone in the kitchen when I walked in. Kate and Gina are taking their showers and want to just lounge around and watch a movie before going to bed. How does that sound? You know where my mind went, and evidently it showed on my face. You dirty old man, she said, throwing a dish towel at me. Gina gives you a blowjob in a restaurant parking lot, and now you want an orgy while we watch porn in your bedroom? What kind of girls do you think we are? The deer in the headlights look brought tears to her eyes, she laughed so hard. No, babe. Hugging me. We just want to sit around the living room and watch a chick flick or something. We're all to beat to do a proper orgy. Somewhat relieved but inwardly disappointed. I went in and took a quick shower and pulled on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. Soon we're all gathered in the living room, the girls universally dressed in oversized t-shirts and more than likely, nothing else. They found a movie that I could tolerate, made a bowl of popcorn and we pretty much sat quietly, thoroughly engrossed in the high drama of a woman wronged in 1920s Europe, snore, and that's evidently what I did. Well at least I fell asleep not long after the movie started. The room was dark when I awoke and I was wedged against one arm of the couch with someone leaning against me, breathing softly. Enough stray light came from the kitchen hood light that someone had left on for me to finally focus and find it was little Kate, feet curled beneath her, and snuggled up tight under my arm. The other girls were not in sight that I managed to stand up without waking her and considered just covering her there on the couch, but particularly since she didn't weigh anything— I figured I'd just deposit her in her own bed beside Gina. I gently picked her up, one arm under her knees, the other under her back with her head on my shoulder. 
This girl is one sound sleeper I told myself as I stepped through the guest bedroom door. Enough light showed from the night light in the bathroom that not one, but two women already occupied the king-sized guest bed. If they hadn't been sprawled diagonally across the mattress, I might have shoehorned the little one under the covers with them, but alas, there was no room at the inn. Too tired to think very hard about it, I retreated to the master bedroom to find the covers pulled back on both sides of the bed. I wasn't so out of it that I didn't figure out Brit and Gina's intentions, so I laid Kate down on her side of the bed and pulled the covers up to her chin and placed a goodnight kiss on her forehead. A quick trip to the head and I was soon under the sheets on the other side and out for the count. Saturday morning around 5 a.m. Standard morning routine wake way too early. Morning would plant it firmly between warm-ass cheeks, right hand firmly grasping supple breasts, and face buried in soft blonde mane. Hmm? Hair smells slightly different, and it's awfully dark in here. Odd. Titta seems a little smaller. Hmm. Curious. Oh shit. Mm-mm. Good morning, George. Kate says as she squeezed her hand on mine and clinched her butt cheeks. I've dreamed of waking up like this ever since Britt told us that you always woke up this way. Giving my cock another butt hug. I gave her little tit another squeeze, kissed her behind the ear and said, Well, you're going to have to excuse me for a minute, cause I really gotta take a leak. She gave me another little squeeze and a giggle, and then let me loose. I rolled off my side and headed toward the john, my heart on leading the way. I heard her enter the bathroom just as I let loose, the splashing echoing off the bathroom walls. God, I said to myself, I hope Brit didn't tell them about her standing behind me and playing fireman with my dick as I tried to pee. Thankfully she wandered over to the sink to run some water over her face. I glanced over and took in her perfect profile and my dick got harder. We talked about it last night. She started talking as she dried off her face, her perfect backside facing me. You know, after you fell asleep on the couch. Talked about what? I asked as we turned to face one another, both naked and one clearly excited about it. We both stood and stared. We had seen each other naked once before, oddly enough on the day we met, when I photographed a three-way sapphic celebration of the girls in my upstairs studio bed. Kate's sexual experience up to that point had been strictly female-oriented but she let it be known that she was definitely interested in the opposite sex, her upbringing and family being her primary obstacle. After making my acquaintance, Brit had taken it upon herself to help her roommates over their little personal hurdles in regards to the male sex. Gina's previous distrust for the opposite sex, induced by a bad relationship, was well on its way to being alleviated. Kate's virginal state, at least where men were concerned, seemed to soon be remedied also. The clicking sound of a door latching interrupted the moment, and we glanced in the direction of the sound. I took her hand in mine and we walked into the bedroom, investigating the source. The bedroom door was closed and I realized that in all the time I've lived here, I'd never closed the door before. We looked at each other, both knowing who closed the door and the meaning behind it. The combination smile and look of trepidation on her face was priceless. I suspect that I probably had the same look on my face. Neither of us really knew what to say, nor did we need to. I led her to the side of the bed and kissed her lightly on the lips. On to the bed, face down please. Obediently, but with a quizzical look, she crawled onto the mattress, prone, face down with her head on a pillow. I knelt beside her, 
and sweeping her long obsidian locks to her side, I began kissing and running my fingers along every square inch. Starting at the top of her head, I caressed and kissed, unhurried and inquisitive. The ears and neck of every female I have ever had the privilege of being intimate with have always been a favorite area to visit. Kate was no different as she softly moaned her approval. I continued south, caressing and kissing down her smooth back, along her curvaceous torso. Her dimples above her but were less defined than Brit's or even Gina's, but they were still there and I was rewarded with a little giggle as I ran my tongue over each one on the way to one of favorite locales on the female form, the top of the butt crack. There is nothing sexier than that little crease peeking out the top of a bikini bottom or a tight pair of jeans. I straddled the little one's legs and bent down to kiss this magical intersection, letting my tongue explore as my hands kneaded her ass cheeks. Kate moaned in desperation, trying to part her legs, hindered by mine. Patience, I whispered as I scooted down, still holding her legs together but working my way down, alternating left and right. I lingered at the back of her knees, kissing and nibbling as I held her ankles tight. Down her calves, past her ankles and then to her delicate feet. I took each one and loved it, tonguing and rubbing, delighted at the moaning as I sucked on each little toe. Holding her hips and rolling her onto her back, I spied her sex, glistening with excitement. I willed myself to start again at the top and work my way down this equally lovely landscape. Her long black hair was fanned out beneath her like a cape her brown eyes hooded in euphoria, a sexual high. I kissed her face, peppering it with small pecks. Her chest rose and fell, her breathing rapidly increasing as I grew closer to her erect nipples which visibly pulsed. I glanced up as I was about to take one in my mouth, caught her staring, biting her lower lip in anticipation. Teasing, I hovered over her right breast, blowing lightly, flicking my tongue, just missing the tip. One shone in her eyes and as I was about to take that right bud between my lips, I pinched the left nipple, unobserved. Complete surprise. Little Kate's eyes grew large as her body reacted to the stealthy attack. Ungood. She cried out as her body rocked in orgasm. Her hands grabbed for whatever was close by, which happened to be my head and drove my face to her chest, completing my lip lock on the right nipple. I suckled there, riding out the storm that swept over her. Un, un, un. She groaned in cadence to waves of pleasure. The storm slowly subsided and I was allowed to continue my journey as she gathered herself back up. I kissed and petted my way over her belly, now in tension following the upheaval and dallied at her belly button, probing with my tongue. I felt her stiffen and then relax in relief as I headed down one leg, not venturing to the apex, not yet anyway. I made my way down, revisiting her toes and managing to elicit a small snort of a giggle. I then backtracked, crossing over to the other leg, again taking no shortcuts and avoiding my final destination. Her breathing was now more relaxed as I made my way to the other foot, working harder to get a matching chortle on this one. Finally achieved, I sat up straight on my knees and twisted my back, stretching, and rocked my head to and fro, loosening my neck muscles. Kate was staring up with an almost worried look on her face. Smiling down at her, I reached down, placed my hands inside her knees and spread her legs wide. Her eyes grew even wider as I arched my back, dropping my head and took her entire pussy in my mouth. Like a French kiss, my tongue searching inside her tight tunnel of love. Another eruption occurred as I lapped at her juices, 
her body rocking as she wrapped her legs around my head, holding on for dear life. Oh God, oh God, oh God, she repeated as the waves slowly subsided. I cleaned up my mess, earning a couple more. Oh gods. Released from her hold, I inched my way up beside her and took her in my arms, hugging as she kissed and licked my face clean. We held each other tight, my hands on her butt cheeks, my stiff cock captured between her thighs. Her eyes told me what she couldn't seem to get her mouth to say and I kissed her in acknowledgement. We laid there for a bit, squeezing and petting, our eyes locked on one another until she pushed herself up, me on my back, shrouded in her flowing tresses. My turn, she said. Backing down, she situated herself between my legs and bent down, addressing my erection. She examined it with medical precision and smiled at me as she wrapped one hand around me, unable to complete the circumference. Watching for my reaction, she wrapped her lips around the head, her tongue dancing about. I smiled at the sensation and she managed to smile back, albeit with her mouth full. Even with her limited exposure to the real thing, she'd clearly put a lot of thought into what she was going to do. One of the benefits to porn, I suppose. Her hands, tongue, and mouth soon were working in perfect harmony, my flute growing closer to a final crescendo that I hated to, but I reached for her. Sweetie, us guys don't come equipped with that multiple orgasm option like you girls do. Not what I heard, she said, taking one more draw on my pipe. But you're right, what I really want is to feel this big thing inside my tight little pussy and I want to feel you come inside me and I want to come all over your cock. She shivered as my cock throbbed in her hand. Uh, baby, I asked as she worked her way up to straddle me. Do we need some protection? Nodding toward the bedside table where I hoped to hell some condoms resided. Nope, she answered matter-of-factly as she lifted herself up over my stiffness, taking aim at her sweet snatch. The day after I met you and sucked on your cock for what, three seconds, I knew that somehow I was going to get to fuck this cock and I was on the pill the next day. Hell, I think Gina and I went there the same day and didn't even know it. So no, as she rubbed the head of my cock along her wet slit, lubing me up. I don't want anything between me and the sweet cum that I keep hearing about. With that, I propped myself up on my elbows and let her take control. Her eyes were on mine, wide and intense. Mine were on the action below. Her little hand grasped me from behind her back moving my stiffness back and forth between her wet inner lips, slick with excitement. The head of my cock was so wet, it began to run down on her hand. Satisfied that we were both ready, Kate pulled me back, aligning my bulging member with the tiny hole hidden between the wet petals of her pussy. I was entranced, watching as she slowly descended, the petals parting as she took in the head of my anxious cock. Oh, she muttered, pausing. So big, so warm. Catching my eye, she stared at me in contemplation, caught up in the feelings of flesh on flesh. I could read the sensations in her eyes and then feel them transfer to my cock. Her pussy seemed to get tighter, as though tapered, the further we traversed. Halfway home, she paused again, taking a couple deep breaths. So fucking big, uttered softly, her pussy fluttering, trying to adjust to the intrusion. I didn't help matters as I inadvertently flexed. My cock seemingly swelled causing her to gasp and clinch her pussy tighter. Fuck! I groaned, reflexively grabbing her hips. Tight, huh? She smiled, her hands on mine, steadying herself. Think how tight my ass will be, 
giving my cock a little hug. Jesus! I groaned, trying to push her up to relieve the pressure. I had to gain a little control here or I was going to either seriously hurt myself, or at the very least, blow my wad before I had the chance to bury myself completely in her tight pussy. Slowly, baby, I said as I began guiding her up and down, slow, small incremental gains. Her hands on mine pushed and pulled with me. Her inner lips sucked me tight, a perfect seal, so perfect we had to rock a bit to break the suction. The little one giggled at the farting sound we made doubt we were soon about three-quarters of the way home, developing a decent, slippery rhythm. Her concentration on fucking me only allowed one word per stroke, one up, one down. Knew I'd love your cock. We gained a little more. Oh God, so fucking good. A little more. So fucking deep fuck me. Just a bit more to go. Oh, oh, oh. F-E-C-K. Her pussy grabbed me tight as we made it completely, my cock completely embedded in the tightest pussy imaginable. Her orgasm threatened to pull my cock out by the root and I held still, letting her ride out the storm. Drained, she laid down on me, my cock still firmly planted in her. I rubbed her back, sweeping her hair to the side to help her cool off. Regaining reality, she kissed my chest a few times and looked up at me through tired eyes. Sheepishly, she whispered, I love you, thank you. I bushed a few stray hairs away from her eyes, caressing her face. I love you too, and you don't need to thank me. I should thank you and maybe Brit. Kate giggled her little girl laugh. Yeah, I owe her a lot. I couldn't have a better friend or lover. At least I didn't think so until now. I'm about the luckiest girl in the world. So, pushing herself up on her hands and thrusting her hips down, taking the rest of my cock back inside her, wiggling her hips. Are you going to fuck me and give me your cum or are we just going to lay here and talk? She smiled, grabbing her hips I had her on her back before she knew what hit her. I was between her outspread legs, my back hunched so I could kiss her as I rocked my hips, long, slow strokes. Oh my god! She moaned in my ear as she hugged me tight, thrusting her little body in rhythm with mine that I had my hands on her ass holding her in place as I rode her hard, driving my cock into her tight cunt. I concentrated on her, searching for a last climax for her that would surely carry me over the top. Oh God, she cried. Fuck me, fuck me hard George, come on give it to me, a fuck, I'm going to come again, oh God, oh God, oh God, unfuck me. I couldn't hold back, her pussy convulsed, tightening, pulling me inward. Oh shit. I bellowed as I came, round after round, coating her insides, mixing with her juices. We writhed in each other's arms, sweating, a sharp burning on my back where she dug her fingernails into me as she felt my cock explode deep inside her. I rolled us to our sides, still clutching one another, breathing hard, her face buried in my chest, my chin resting on top of her head. Holy shit, I said under my breath. What? She asked, turning her head to look up at me. I craned my neck to kiss her forehead. I said, holy shit. Smiling down at her, Kate smiled back and giggled. So, it was okay for you too? I laughed out loud, causing my still deeply buried cock to let loose its last little bit of joy. I hugged her, running my hands down to her delectable ass, massaging each cheek. I love you. She whispered into my chest and drifted off to sleep.
Saturday around 8 a.m. Someone was nibbling at my ear and running their hand over my ass, trying to slip between my legs. I felt breasts firmly pressed against my back and I still had Kate firmly pressed against my front, breathing softly in her sleep. I reached back and grabbed a familiar but cheek. Good morning, lover. Brit cooed in my ear. So how was she? She inquired, nibbling on my ear lobe. I squeezed her cheek and answered. I don't kiss and tell, only to be rewarded by a little nip on the ear. So where's Gina? Hoping for another four-way snuggle. She had to leave for work. She asked me to give you a good morning kiss, though, and leaned around to make good on her promise. Looking me in the eye, she asked again. So? I said I don't kiss and tell. Well, I do, chimed in the little one, still safely sequestered in my arms. And he was incredible. I'm so glad that he was my first, but I don't think I'll find anyone else who can do what he did to me this morning. Kate pulled herself up and crawled over me enough to give Brit a kiss. I hate to admit it, but I thought you would be dot s dot ing us when you kept going on and on what he did to you, and then I figured it was because you loved him and that helped, but after this morning, well I'm a believer. Brit surprised us both, reaching over and grabbing her roommate, pulling her over me and then pinning her on her back. The blonde Amazon straddled the dark-haired beauty and kissed her hard, pinning her shoulders to the mattress. Breaking the lip lock, Britt looked down at the startled Kate and said sternly, Well, I'm glad you're a believer and yes I do love him, but remember, you're mine and you'll do as you're told, and if you're a good girl and make me happy, I may let you play with him again, okay? Kate had a bit of worry in her eyes and then as if on cue they both busted up laughing, tickling each other. Yes, mistress, screeched Kate as Britt tickled her under her arms. I scooted back watching the show and relieved that their play acting was just that, and damn good acting it was, they had me going for a minute. Britt clearly had the upper hand and was soon sitting on Kate's chest again, her back to the little one and proceeded to make a meal out of our combined juices. Kate thrashed around as Britt's mouth and tongue worked over the tender pussy. Not to be completely dominated, Kate reached up and swatted Britt's ass cheeks, turning them a bright pink. Brit just moaned her pleasure into Kate's snatch as she kept eating away at her. Kate finally called. Uncle. Slapping the mattress in defeat. Brit rolled off and sat up, a smile of victory, along with a lot of cum, all over her face. Wiping her face with her hand, she said. All right, enough play time. We have a photo shoot to do. But first, it's to the showers and baby, your pussy is getting kinda stubbly so I think it's time we introduce you to George's patented pussy and leg shaving treatment, followed by the best hair wash and dry you have ever experienced. How about it, lover? I grimaced a bit looking at all that long black hair and Brit laughed. Okay, I'll give you a hand with the hair. Deal, I said getting up off the bed. Let's get this show on the road. Kate was giddy as she'd already been told by both roommates about this personalized treatment. I gave her a quick rundown on the shower, and she wandered around in awe as I demonstrated the different features, from the rain and twinkling starlights, the waterfall and the regular handheld shower. After a quick rinse in the shower, I turned on the steam to keep the room warm and sat Kate on the built-in bench seat. My lovely assistant gathered up the towels and the shaving gear, and then sat next to Kate and observed. I started with her legs, working the gel to a foam and then carefully ran the blade from top to bottom as Brit held on to her, keeping her seated on the bench. 
I was careful not to touch her delicate flower during the leg-shaving portion, saving the best for last. The anticipation was obvious, however, as her pink inner lips swelled, peeking out. Legs done, I grabbed the handheld and rinsed her legs, running my hands up and down, massaging them. Kate sat with her eyes closed, humming an unknown tune. Britt looked at me and smiled, throwing me an air kiss. Ready for phase two, I spread her legs a little more, bringing an end to the humming. I dipped down and ran my tongue over her pussy, sending a shiver through both girls. You're right, I said. I don't know why I didn't notice earlier. Smiling up at them. Yeah, right, said Brit. I think all the blood ran to your dick and deadened the senses in your tongue. Kate giggled as she tried to run her foot along my crotch, just out of reach. Whatever, I said in a slightly gay tone. Okay, here we go. I squirted some gel into my hands and worked up a lather, and Kate inhaled audibly as I started to apply the foam to her pussy. She grabbed onto Brit's thigh as I worked it in around her lips, massaging it in and up onto her lower belly. I picked up the razor and Kate tightened her grip, causing Brit to grimace. It's okay, babe. Prying the little one's vice-like grip loose from her thigh. My man has a nice touch with the razor. Here, feel mine. I don't know who she was trying to distract, Kate or me, but we all three focused on Kate's fingers slipping and sliding around Brit's satin smooth pussy. Brit cleared her throat, drawing my attention, and she smiled and nodded her head back toward the little one, a subliminal get-your-ass-back-to-work. I returned to the task at hand, gently drawing the finely honed steel across Kate's soft skin. I sensed the occasional contraction as I stretched and smoothed areas to receive the blade. Kate's excitement flowed from within as I judiciously performed my task. Satisfied, I gently rinsed her baby smooth pussy, running the back of my fingers along her lips. Mmm. She moaned softly, another satisfied customer. One more step, I announced, drawing a questioning look as Britt stood her up and turned her to face the wall. Bend over, baby. Britt directed, Kate's eyes wide in apprehension. She licked her lips as she looked over her shoulder at me, bending at the waist in front of me. Wider, her roomie commanded, placing her hands inside her thighs, pushing outward. Kate shivered, aware of her exposure, only to be again surprised as Britt reached over and pulled her ass cheeks apart offering me an obscene view. A small climax rippled through the little one as I leaned in for a closer inspection, softly blowing on her puckered anus. Whether it was needed or not— I wasn't about to pass up the opportunity before me. Jill, I demanded, like a surgeon at the operating table. Britt let loose of one cheek long enough to reach for the can and slapped it into my hand, resuming her hold on our lovely patient. Rather than squirting the gel in my hand, I held the can strategically, taking aim and shooting a stream of cold green gel dead center. Kate yelped at the sensation as Britt smiled at my accuracy her eyes shifting from mine to Kate's inviting bud. I sat the kin down and with my index finger, I spread the gel liberally around her winking ass, pressing ever so gently with each pass. She squirmed as Brit held her tighter, splitting her cheeks wide. Okay, hold still. I admonished her as I picked up the razor and deftly swiped at the mostly imaginary hairs. Oh God. She groaned, wanting to move, but firmly held in place by my blonde assistant. I grabbed the handheld shower and did a final rinse, concentrating on the just finished area. 
Kate reveled in the feel of the water playing on her ass and pussy. Finished with the job and my teasing, my cock hard enough to drive nails, I stood up and announced, All done! Brit, her hands still tightly planted on Kate's widespread ass, shook her head in disbelief. Geez, George, you always forget the last step, the final inspection. And with that, dropped to her knees and buried her face in Kate's ass, her tongue vigorously implementing the final check. Kate bucked as Brit's talented tongue slithered into her rosy bud. Ah, fuck, Brit, she moaned. Satisfied that I had done a superb job as usual, my blonde lover backed out and stood beside me, admiring the backside of the young pixie. Come on, girl, Brit said, her hand out to help Kate stand back straight. Now let's tackle that gorgeous head of hair, shall we? Standing in the rain in the middle of the shower under twinkling lights, Brit and I began the arduous task of washing that thick black mane. Oh God, Kate moaned. I'll never be able to take a shower by myself again. I stood in front, working my hands through her hair, massaging her scalp as Brit stood behind her, chasing shampoo through the wall of hair that hung heavy to the back of Kate's knees. The occasional twitch told me that the shampoo girl's hands sometimes strayed from their work area. Kate's hands found my erection, which she just held onto, lost in her own dream state, eyes closed and a smile on her face. After many inches of rainfall, we finally got through the marathon hair washing session and after a teasing body wash of all concerned we made it out of the shower. I was reaching for the hair dryer when Britt interjected. Hey, let's just wrap her hair in a towel for now and let's get some breakfast. I'm starved. Britt magically got all that long black hair wrapped into a towel, fluffed her own up with another towel and then marched us all, bare ass, into the kitchen. Brit and Kate took over kitchen duties and I elected to just take a seat at the island and stay the hell out of the way. They were like a couple little girls playing house, scurrying around deciding what to make for breakfast. I had never seen Kate smile so big as she pranced around naked, following her roommate's instructions. They tickled and giggled as they worked, pretty much ignoring me. You know, said the little one as she wielded a big knife, attacking a pineapple. This is kinda like naked day only better. As she looked up at me and threw me an air kiss. Yeah, Brit answered, mixing up some pancake batter. I introduced lover boy there to naked day the other day and I'll have to admit, it was pretty fucking awesome. I can't wait till we all get a day off at the same time. Now that will be naked day to remember. Winking at me. My dick swelled at the thought. So baby. Brit asked Kate as she licked some stray pineapple juice of the little one's tummy. Do you want to do the pancakes while I heat up some of the Canadian bacon? Sure, she answered. Do you have an apron? I don't want to burn these. Pinching and pulling on her excited nipples. We can't have that. Leaning in and taking a nipple into her mouth, suckling while Kate played with hers. Moving to the other for a quick slurp, she let loose and said, The aprons are in the second drawer down to the left of the dishwasher. George baby, will you give her a hand tying it? My hands are dirty. Holding up her flower-covered hands. Sure, I said coming around the counter, stiff dick leading the way. Kate giggled as she slipped the apron over her head and glanced down at me. Hey Brit, Kate said over her shoulder. Is he always like this? Nodding at my erection, Brit glanced over and smiled. Yeah, pretty much. He has this Boy Scout thing, you know, always be prepared. She laughed. Kate smiled at me as she turned around to let me tie the apron. 
I fought the towel wrap hair to get the sash tied, not missing the opportunity to caress her ass. I had a crush on a boy scout when I was a little girl. She said as she pushed her butt back, trying to capture my cock. I let her play for a moment then said, Here, let's take the towel off. I don't think it's doing much now and it's about to fall off anyway. I unwrapped the towel as she continued to dance with my dick. I hung the towel over a stool and ran my hands through her hair, making sure that we were relatively tangle-free. She shivered as I drugged my fingertips down her back, over her ass and down her thighs. Satisfied that we'd be able to get a brush trough her hair later, I gave her a little pop on the ass and said, Okay, now how about those pancakes? She gave a startled little yelp and a dirty, but horny look as Britt laughed at us. She looked at my throbbing cock and just shook her head. Okay stud, go have a seat and breakfast will be served in a minute. We made it through the delicious breakfast without anyone being accosted, too much anyway, and then cleared the dishes. Let's leave the clean up for later. I really want to get this shoot taken care of. Britt, can you get Kate ready while I get set up in the studio? Yes sir, she said, throwing me a naked salute and turning her sweet backside to me. I turned to head out to the studio when she said from behind me, Uh, sir, are you going to put any clothes on, sir? Both of them laughing as they walked into the bedroom. I turned to follow as I wondered whether all the blood running to my lower extremities was indeed having some effect on my mind. After a quick teeth brushing, I donned a pair of shorts and a shirt and slipped on some flip-flops and headed out to the studio area and the MG. Thirty minutes later, I had the shiny white MG rolled into place and had the lights all set to go. I double-checked the camera and took a couple test shots to check the exposure. Everything looked good to go. I heard the front door close and watched as a couple beauties strolled across the warehouse floor. Britt was dressed to work, and as the employer, I was very lenient with the dress code. Her pretty feet were in a pair of sandals, easy to slip off to walk on the painted set floor. She had on a pair of her silk running shorts that showed of her toned legs and on top she wore a cropped muscle tee. Nice and loose for working under the hot lights. Her long hair was pulled back in a ponytail. She was gorgeous and my heart did little flip. Our model du jour was wearing the high heels we bought for all the girls. Her perfect legs ran up and disappeared under a short kimono. Her lustrous, long black hair hung loose, fanned out beyond her hips as she sauntered toward the set. Her face was aglow with an anxious smile that I stepped over to the girls as they set their things on a chair I had drug over to the set. You look beautiful. I told Kate, giving her a little peck on the cheek. I heard a little throat clearing behind me, coming from my assistant who wasn't about to be ignored. I turned to her and pulled her to me, which kind of surprised her I think. I kissed her hard, my tongue probing for hers, as my right hand slipped up the leg of her loose shorts grabbing her ass cheek and giving it a loving squeeze. I broke our hold. You're always beautiful. It took her a minute to get composed as Kate giggled and I relished one of the few moments I actually took her by surprise. Okay, let's do this. I stepped over to the work table to grab my big Nikon and watched as Britt led Kate over to the car. She wore a bright red string bikini that looked minuscule, even on her tiny frame. Her jet black hair contrasted beautifully with the stark white paint job on the British sports car. Britt set her in her first pose and then coached her from the sideline as I snapped away, throwing out encouraging comments. 
Kate still seemed a little ill at ease so I stopped after a couple minutes and kicked my sandals off and walked over to her. You're doing great, sweetie, I said. Here, take a look, holding the back of the camera up to her and scrolling through the shots we'd taken. Britt joined us, looking over Kate's shoulder. You look sexy, doll, giving her a little but a squeeze and a peck on the cheek. Just enjoy yourself. Dance and show off for George. Make him want you. Imagine all the guys who'll look at you that month and want to bend you over the hood of this car and have their way with you. Kate looked at her with big eyes. Okay, was all she could manage as she shook her head in agreement. Okay, sexy, I said, turning to take up my position. Let's get a few more in this suit, and then we'll try another. I glanced at Brit who gave me a wink, that sexy wink that always leads to something unexpected. Okay, lover, she started. Stand there, spread your legs a bit more. Okay, left hand on the windshield, turn toward me. And on and on as I took shot after shot. This was too easy, I told myself. Britt knew what looked good and Kate was getting into it. Okay, baby, let's see if we can get the photographer turned on, shall we? Put your left knee up on the fender and bend over the windshield. That's good. Okay, spread him a little more. Yeah, that's good. Make him want to fuck you where you stand. Oh, yeah. That's the look. Fuck, baby. I want to fuck you. There you go. That's sexy, you little slut. I took shot after shot, and I did want to walk over there and plow her fro. That long black hair cascading over the white bodywork of the car looked spectacular. Just as I was about to call it a wrap on this set of shots, I had an idea. Ladies, I just had an idea. Take five. I've got to go grab a ladder. And I set the camera on the table and took off into the deep recesses of the warehouse hoping that I did have a tall ladder. The girls were standing by the table, drinking water and giggling little girl giggles. They watched with amusement as I drugged the 12-foot ladder over to the set, bigger than I wanted, but it would do. Setting it up and positioning it roughly where I thought I wanted it, I explained my idea to the girls. On those last shots, which by the way did have me a bit hot and bothered, I loved the way her hair laid on the car. So I thought I would like to try a shot with her laying back on the hood with her hair splayed out, and I'll shoot it from above. It probably won't make it on the calendar, but I think it'll be a sexy portrait shot. What do you think? I think it sounds great, answered Brit. It'll be like she's lying in bed but on a car hood instead. I think it could look sexy as hell. I glanced at Kate who stared back at me with eyes glistening. All right, let's do these and we'll move on to the next suit. Brit baby, I'll go up and let you know how her hair looks, okay. I climbed the ladder, cussing my choice of footwear. I got to the top and glanced down. I was clearly in the wrong spot. Brit didn't have her hair situated, but I knew it was going to be a nice shot. I cussed under my breath as I carefully made my way back down. I moved the ladder till it almost straddled the car and realized the lights were now wrong because the ladder was going to throw shadows across the shot. Shit, I said to myself, how do I do this? Then it dawned on me. I had a large ring light upstairs that I didn't use very often. Maybe that will work. I glanced over at the girls, Kate now looking beautiful, but a bit uncomfortable, laying on the hood. Hold that pose. I'll be right back. And then sprinted across the warehouse and up the stairs in search of the light. The girls looked at each other, wondering what the hell I was up to. 
I finally found the light and scurried back to find the girls feigning sleep, Kate snoring loudly on her back, Brit in the passenger seat. Ha ha, funny, trust me, this shot will be worth it. The girls giggled as I got the light set up on the camera. I checked the ladder position one more time and made the precarious ascent once more. I leaned over the top and saw the shot I envisioned. Okay baby, spread out her hair a bit more on the right there, and I want to see a little more of the hood through her hair down a little lower edge there. Okay, that looks perfect. Let's see what we've got. I took a shot and looked at it on the camera, excited by the shot. Okay, lover, or Kate, look right into the camera and I want to see some different expressions. Okay? The expression on her face was nearly enough to drag me off my perch and make love to her on the uncomfortable British import. I gathered myself up and began snapping shots, bracketing the first one and then concentrating on her eyes as she shifted from lovely to lustful. Her deep brown eyes expressed her desires and it was taking its toll on me, my dick trying to push me backwards off the ladder. I stopped for a second to reposition myself and had another epiphany. Dare I ask? I made love to this beautiful creature just hours ago, but somehow, in this setting, I was a little apprehensive to make this request. Uh, Kate, uh, do you think I could ask you to take your top off? Her eyes grew big and her smile even bigger. Without a word, she lifted her head and said something to Brit who came over and reached behind her to untie the tiny top. Kate laid her head back down and Brit repositioned her hair. Looking up at me, she smiled and winked and then morphed into the wanton sex goddess I saw earlier. Her nipples stood erect on her ample breasts. She was beautiful, but it was her eyes that said it all. It made me shiver. Here was a Kate I hadn't been introduced to until now. I squeezed off a couple dozen more shots and then had to get off the ladder, my calves quivering from being perched like a bird, barefoot on the ladder and my cock throbbing. Britt reached up for my camera as I made my way to the bottom. She gave me a kiss on the cheek and a hug as we made our way to the work table. So how did they turn out? She asked as I took the ring light off. I wrapped an arm around Kate and pulled her to my side to look at the shots. They'll look better on the big screen, but I think you'll get the idea. They both gasped at the first shot and were dead silent, only gasping again as the first topless shot came up. Neither spoke until I had scrolled through them all. My God, Kate, you're fucking gorgeous, said her roommate. I glanced down at the little one, nestled under my arm, her head against my chest. Big tears ran down her cheeks as she bit her lip. Oh, baby, I said, wrapping my other arm around her. What's wrong? Don't you like the pictures? She looked up at me and then over at a concerned Brit. Didn't know, she sniffled. Didn't know what? I queried. Didn't know you were this beautiful? Brit asked, holding the last image up to her again. Kate nodded in the affirmative against my chest, hugging me tighter. I kissed the top of her head, returning the embrace. Oh, sweetie, said Brit. We've always known how beautiful you are and Gina and I have told you that over and over. I guess maybe it took George to bring it out of you and make you look at the real you. He does seem to have that way with women. She smiled and kissed my cheek as I blushed and teared up a little. She held on a little longer and then said, I'm sorry I lost it there. I've just never felt like that. Like when I was laying there and looking up a beautiful man who was looking down at me with a look that I'd never seen before. 
I thought making love this morning was the most incredible thing that had ever happened to me, but just now, I felt. I don't know, I can't explain it, I just felt so different, so complete. I don't know what else to say except I love you both so much, more than I can ever express. With that, everyone was crying. I finally got it together and said, Well, let's take a little break, get a little something to eat, and then we'll take a look at the other suit and see if we think we can improve on what we've already shot. They both nodded in agreement, and we walked with our arms around each other, me in the middle. Kate was still topless and pulled my hand to cover her right breast and held it tight. The girls decided that they would make some salads and it dawned on me that I'd left the memory card in the camera. So I hustled back out and told the girls that I was going to look at the shots on the computer and to shout when they had the salads put together. I was engrossed in the shots when I heard the girls coming up the stairs with lunch. We wanted to see the shots, so we brought lunch to you. Hope you wanted iced tea, said my blonde love. Thanks, that's great. Pull up a seat. Kate had pulled a t-shirt on and gave me a little kiss before she sat down on one side, with Brit on the other side. I started at the beginning and the girls critiqued the shots, while I just sat back and listened. It was interesting to hear their comments, and you could see the progression of Kate's comfort level as we went along. We had about finished our salads when we came to the latter shots. Again, the silence was deafening as I slowly scrolled through the shots taking my cues on when to move along by the hands that gripped my thighs. Finally reaching the last shot, I left that shot on the screen, Kate staring into our eyes, lust, love, passion, compassion, all in one look. I wrapped my arms around both their shoulders and kissed the tops of their heads. Well, we gave the publisher a couple different choices on swimsuits on the other cars, so maybe we better go ahead and at least do the blue one, okay? Both girls nodded in acknowledgement, and gathered up the dishes and headed downstairs. I was still a bit confused and maybe a little concerned at the lack of comment on the latter shots as I sat there, mesmerized by her hypnotic gaze. Figuring the girls would soon be waiting on me, I grabbed another SD card and headed downstairs. Instead of heading straight back to the set, I detoured to the front door and cautiously opened it enough to peek in. The girls were locked in a passionate embrace, laying on the couch, grinding and kissing, mumblings of love you, so sexy, fucking hot, and so on. I quietly closed the door, readjusted my cock and then softly crept halfway back up the stairs, turned and then stomped my way back down, making as much noise as I could and then yelled over my shoulder as I turned toward the set. Come on ladies, we don't have all day. Smiling a stupid grin. Twenty minutes later asterisk asterisk. My girls came hustling out the front door, Brit in the lead, still dressed in her shorts and crop top. Kate followed up a close second, handicapped by the extreme high heels and dressed only in the tiny blue bikini, long black hair flowing close behind. I had moved the ladder out of the way and this shoot went much quicker as our model knew the routine and was much more comfortable. She even slipped in a couple R-rated poses, exposing a nipple, or a little too much but crack. Her smile was infectious and I pretty much gave up on getting much in the way of serious or sultry shots. When I decided that we had enough good material to choose from, I called it. Kate stood up and stretched, reaching for the roof. I couldn't help but take one last candid shot. She smiled and stuck her tongue out at me, only to be captured digitally once again. Are we going to do the latter thing again? She asked, 
cringing at the thought of hanging on to the ladder again, I answered. I seriously doubt that we'll get any shots that compare to the first round, so no, I think we're done. I beg to differ, came the retort from behind me. I turned in time to see Britt pull the crop top off over her head, exposing the royal blue bikini top that was a favorite of hers, and mine for that matter as it barely contained her shapely sea cups. It dawned on me as she shimmied out of her running shorts to reveal the tiny bikini bottoms that disappeared between my favorite ass cheeks. She intended to do our private shoot for this car. We'd previously done this alone, with a remote to trigger the camera, although Gina and Kate knew about the shoots and for all I knew, had seen the pictures. Well, I mumbled and stumbled. I don't have the tripod set up and I'm not sure where I left the remote. Trying to make excuses. No problem said my confident sex-driven love. Kate and I already talked it over and she'll be the photographer, okay? Like I had a choice, I nodded dumbly and handed the camera to Kate who was stripping out of what little she wore. Catching my questioning look, she answered. If you remember, you were naked when you first shot the three of us upstairs, so I thought it only appropriate that I return the favor. Smiling big, her nipples stiff with excitement. Britt took my hand and pulled me over to the MG, and we followed Kate's instructions. Okay, George, lose the clothes. Let's see that gorgeous cock. Oddly apprehensive, I shook the shorts and shirt, my erection beyond obvious. Kate giggled with delight as she fired off a shot. Okay, now Britt, bend over a little and put your hands on top of the windshield and George, baby, you snuggle up behind her and hug her tight. I did as I was told, my dick comfortably settled in between her warm thighs. Britt giggled and wiggled as Kate snapped off a couple shots. Okay, now George, slip your hands under her top and grab those titties. I gladly complied, pinching her nipples, getting a little moan in reply. A couple more exposures were taken. Okay, Britt, honey, stay where you are and George, get on your knees and start pulling down her bottom. I caught the two winking at each other as I dropped to my knees and placed a kiss on each cheek, a flash telling me I got caught. I slowly drew the little bit of blue over her firm pumpkin ass as the camera continued to fire. I had the little collection of string and fabric on the floor and Britt lifted one foot to get them out of the way. She spread her feet further apart and I looked over at our photographer for direction, only to find her with one hand buried in her own pussy. Oh, she said startled that she got caught. You know what to do, she said, motioning with wet fingers. I smiled and then buried my face in heaven. Britt moaned in appreciation as my tongue had its way with her. I heard the shutter clack. Kate was right next to me. I felt damp fingers on my cheek as Kate pried Britt's ass cheek out, sneaking a peek at my feasting, snapping obscene close-ups. Britt groaned deeper, writhing against my face and my cock grew harder at the thought of the upcoming slide show. Okay, you can come up for air now, baby, Kate said to me, her hand on my shoulder and her head next to mine. I turned to look at her only to be kissed hard, her tongue gathering all of Brit's juices she could find. Breathing hard she broke the kiss, her eyes on fire. She quickly stood, trying to regain her stature as the photographer. Problem was, this put her bare pussy right at my tongue level and I really had no option but to take a quick swipe with my tongue. Little Kate squealed and jumped back and Britt laughed, having caught the entire scene. Okay, said the flustered Fodig. Okay, um Britt, how about your sit on the rear fender, 
just behind the driver's seat. Okay, can you lean back a little and put your hand on the passenger seat back? No, that's too far back. Try the driver's seat. Britt twisted around, her bare ass squeaking on the polished fender. Crap, that won't work. The car's too short to get you at the right level. The right level? Britt asked, knowing full well what her friend had in mind, but wanting to hear Kate say it. Kate realized that Britt was trying to embarrass her, so she just went ahead and said it, like it was no big deal. I want a shot of George fucking you, but I don't want to break his back. I may have to have him just bend you over like before and fuck you doggy. I don't know, she said in frustration. Britt smiled at her and said, I have an idea, and then went around to the other side of the car and sat on the back fender and laid back, her long lean body across the car, behind the seat backs. She reached back and pulled off the tiny top, freeing her beautiful breasts, and then scooted back a bit more till her head hung just over the opposite fender. Looking up at me, upside down, she said, Okay baby, come fuck my face and you can lean down and finger my pussy. That sounded like a hell of an idea as a drop of precum threatened to drip on the painted floor. Kate snapped of a couple quick shots of the blonde Amazon sprawled across the car. I stepped up and straddled her head, my cock bobbing above her. The sound of the shutter told me that Kate was right behind me, and I looked back to see her on her knees shooting between my legs. I was impressed as I felt Brit reach up and pull my cock to her, her tongue reaching to lick the droplet off the tip. The camera fired again and my cock throbbed as I envisioned the shot. I felt Kate's hand on my back, encouraging me to lean down and forward. Wanting to be the cooperative model, I leaned in, running my hands down Brit's sides as she took my cock into her mouth, trying to swallow my length. I held myself up with my left hand on the back of the passenger seat, leaving my right hand to pleasure my girl. Her legs were spread invitingly as I ran my hand flat over her slick wetness. She moaned on my cock as I spread her pussy lips with my fingers, exposing her steamy core, her clit protruding proudly. I heard the shutter release again and looked up to see Kate focused in close, bracketing my hand and her open snatch.i in my mind. We had just stepped from erotic art to, well, just full-on porn, and it somewhat amazed me that Kate— the one of the three that I considered the most reserved, would turn out to be a closet pornographer. Kate caught me looking and I could see the lust in her eyes. She looked back at my hand spreading her girlfriend's pussy wide and then back at me. Finger her pussy baby, Brit loves to be finger fucked. I felt Brit respond to Kate's command, sucking me harder and her own fingers trying to find my asshole. I obliged, my eyes on Kate as I put two, then three fingers deep inside my lover's hot pussy. I pumped in and out and let my thumb gently play with her stiff clit. Brit groaned at the sensation, both her hands now spreading my ass, driving my cock down her throat. Kate managed to take a few more shots one-handed while she other tormented her own wet sex.my back began to feel the strain and I really wanted to slip my stiff cock into Brit's welcoming cunt when Kate called for a change. Okay, that's enough of that. As she pulled my hand out of Brit's pussy and then proceeded to clean it off, sucking my fingers, running her tongue all around, not missing a single drop. Brit moaned in frustration as she was left empty. She pushed up on my hips, her lips like a squeegee, until I popped free. I straightened up and bent down to give her an inverted kiss and then helped her spin and dismount. Brit stretched, 
trying to get herself realigned as I did the same, rubbing against each other like a couple cats rubbing up against the couch. Kate joined us, hugging us both, her hands busy on both our sex. Brit and I leaned over the top of Kate, kissing one another and capturing her between us. Hands and legs and tits rubbed against one another. Kate alternated, kissing my chest and turning to suck on Brit's tits. The end was near as all our breathing came faster. Wait, said the little pornographer. I've got an idea. And she took both our hands and led us back around to the passenger side. She opened the door and sat down, her legs still outside of the car. Okay, baby, she said, taking Brit by the hips and turning her back to her, her but just above Kate's head. Guiding her back, she said, Here, put your left foot up here. Guiding it until she had her foot on the running board and her right foot was still on the floor. Kate spread her girl's legs as wide as the door would allow and Brit leaned back a bit, her right hand on the passenger seat back, her left on the top of the windscreen. Kate's hands ran up and down the inside of Brit's legs before slipping a couple fingers in the blonde's anxious pussy. I didn't need any blueprints to tell me where I was supposed to be and I stepped in between Brit's legs and ran my hands over her, teasing her breasts, massaging her shoulders. I leaned in to kiss her when I felt two small hands wrap around my cock, stoking me, playing with my balls. I released her from my kiss and looked into her eyes, now that wanton shade of blue-black. I pulled my hips back, only to feel a set of warm lips wrapped around my cock, her tongue probing at the little pee hole. Brit's eyes squinted as she heard the soft slurping coming from below. I held Brit by the butt as she reached back with her right hand and grabbed a handful of black hair. Katie, quit fucking around and give me his cock, she commanded. The little one giggled as she gave one last draw on my cock. With my cock in one hand she began rubbing it up and down Brit's soaked slit, spreading her juices, poking her clit with me. I felt Kate's other hand brush against mine, her destination clearly being Brit's tight ass. Brit's eyes grew big as she felt me reposition my hands and spread her ass cheeks wide, helping the little one on her quest. Kate meanwhile continued to rub my cock between her roommate's swollen inner lips and now anointed the pulsating pucker of Brit's asshole with her excretions. Brit glared at me in frustration willing me to do something, knowing we were both under little Kate's control. God damn it, Kate, give me his cock now. Fuck me with his big cock like I fuck you with that big black dildo of yours. I felt the tip of my cock being guided cautiously between her pussy lips. We stared at each other and could sense the satisfaction Kate was feeling, being in control. How about you, George? She queried, slipping me a little deeper into through heaven's gate. Do you want me to stick your big, beautiful cock into your girlfriend's hot, wet pussy? Brit shivered at the words and my cock throbbed and Kate squeezed it tighter. I had almost had enough of the playing and I was going to lose it soon. I looked deep into Brit's eyes. I want you to stick my cock in her cunt and then you finger her ass and we are going to fuck her until she comes and I fill her with my seed. Both women gasped as I felt my cock slip deeper, hugged by her tight pussy. Then. I continued. You're going to eat our come out of her pussy while I fuck you until you can't take it anymore. F-U-C-K. We all exclaimed as Kate drove my cock into Brit's cunt, closely followed by two fingers in her ass that I could feel through the thin wall separating us. Ah shit. Fuck me. Fuck me you little bitch. Brit cried as we both abused our favorite blonde. I managed to keep up a respectable pace, 
even with the feeling of Kate's fingers next door in Brit's ass and her other hand now palming my balls. Brit's arms soon gave out and were wrapped around my neck as I held her up by the ass, with a little assist from Kate. I was going to have a hell of a hickey on my neck as Brit was latched on, just as I thought my legs would give out. I felt my balls tighten and Brit pulled off my shoulder and looked at me through wild black eyes. We were both right there on the precipice, ready to fall off the edge of the earth, when it hit us, and like a seasoned porn star, Kate was ready for us. As I jettisoned my load, the little one squeezed my nuts and pushed me upwards, driving my cock as deep as humanly possible. At the same time, her fingers, deeply ensconced in Brit's ass wiggled, her fingertips fluttering deep inside her best friend. Jesus! Brit screamed, her cries careening off the warehouse walls. Her pussy walls rippled up and down my cock, milking me for all I had. My cock throbbed and pumped my scrotum dry. Brit's whole body vibrated, her pussy convulsing involuntarily. I managed to remain upright, while Kate held station, one hand under my groin and the other planted in Brit's butt. After a couple minutes, my head had quit spinning and my equilibrium was back to normal. Sweat pooled between Brit and I as we were still hugging, holding each other upright. We traded a soft kiss and moved to separate when we heard Kate ask. Ready? We stared at each other in disbelief, remembering the promise-slash-threat I made to get us to this point. I had serious doubts that I would be able to hold up my end of the deal after the way I had just unloaded deep inside my love. Kate began to make her move, slowly allowing my cock to retreat, and I could feel her fingers and Brit's ass following a parallel path. Her timing was perfect as her hand was free to slide up and cup Brit's sex as soon as my spent cock audibly popped out. Kate began to lie back, scooting her ass out, her back on the seat, feet on the warehouse floor. Come here, baby. She coaxed, drawing Brit back into the car, lining her up to crouch over the little one's face. Again, I figured out my role, and the sight of Brit suspending her full pussy over Kate's open mouth was enough to keep my cock interested. I dropped to my knees and rubbed my cock on her freshly shaved snatch and like sprinters out of the blocks, Kate uncovered Brit's pussy, releasing the flood into her mouth as I filled her pussy in one fell swoop. Brit inhaled deep as she watched my robust cock disappear in the tiny orifice. Kate couldn't cry out and swallow at the same time and I swear my cock got bigger watching my and Brit's cum cocktail now drizzling out of her reddened pussy lips, falling into the open mouth of this sex-crazed baby bird that I held Kate's girlish hips and drove like a man possessed as she pulled Brit down to sit on her face, sucking every last drop out of Brit's reawakened pussy which she now ground on Kate's face, smothering the young woman. Unbelievably, I felt a second round loading in the britches, ready for a final assault. Oh fuck Kate, here it comes baby! I choked out, breathing hard. I couldn't make eye contact, her face buried under sweet pussy and ass. I moved my eyes up over a taut, rippling belly, firm breasts with stiff nipples and a beautiful scrunched up face, racked in orgasm, mouthing. I love you. I couldn't even whisper a return as Kate's strangling sex drew me in, and we detonated one another, imploding, racked by orgasmic explosions. Kate struggled to catch her breath, trying to push Brit back as I slid my hands under Brit's thighs and lifted her enough to give Kate some relief. Brit recouped enough to slide on back and lean against the driver's door, accidentally leaning on the horn button and scaring us all until we were laughing out loud. 
My knees were protesting mightily so I regrettably retreated, but not before running my tongue up into her satisfied snatch, collecting some of our custom mix and sharing it with her. I kissed her, her eyes bugged out in disbelief of what I had just done, moaning and savoring the taste of our love doubt I broke our kiss, having to stand as there was nowhere to lie, except on top of her. I looked down and took a picture with my mind, knowing that I would never get away with taking a real photograph. Before me lay two beautiful women, wasted and worn out, their legs splayed obscenely, pussies red from overuse and contented smiles on their faces that I managed to shuffle back over to the work table and gathered up some bottled water and took them back to the car. The girls were where I left them, but showing signs of life. Britt's long legs were now comfortably stretched out over Kate's shoulders, and she lovingly petted what she could reach. I handed them each an open bottle which they drained without taking a breath, sighing with relief. Kate looked up at me, her hands still running up and down Brit's smooth gams and started to say something, only pulling up short, pursing her lips that I raised an eyebrow and asked, You were going to say something? I guess not. Her fingers now resting on the intruding appendages. Like before, I guess I'm just speechless, which baby doll here, caressing the legs again. Will tell you is not normal. That's for sure. The blonde responded, bending a knee and trying to play with a nipple with her toes. But I understand. Sometimes things happen that are just are so far beyond any expectations that we can't begin to verbalize them. Pretty profound I thought to myself for a blonde sex kitten, not your typical stereotype. I reached out to help Kate stand up, but not without a little protest. We hugged and kissed again before we reached in to help our lover out of the cramped car. We all hugged and kissed, but were too worn out to get too enthusiastic about it. We wandered about the set, picking up scattered clothes and the camera and shut down the lights and strolled arm in arm in arm back to the house, another successful photo shoot in the books. Continue in the next part.